0: What's going on, everybody? This is King Ricky Rosé, your general manager here, and you are listening to my show, the Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on Wrestleatic Radio, The Cure, for the Common Wrestling Podcast. up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, we preview the biggest party of the summer for WWE SummerSlam. Plus, we do take a quick review and look back at last weekend's Great American Bash. We provide you an update on next year's WrestleMania. And oh yeah, doesn't AEW have an event coming up soon? Someone should probably tell them the book of match. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) it is episode 348 of Kings of the Rings podcast, The Lions Den, exclusively here on WrestleAddict Radio and it starts right now. Seriously, Tony, do something. Like, it's, it's literally in like three and a half weeks, and I know nothing about the event whatsoever. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 348 The Lion's End. Because SummerSend's in Detroit, where the Detroit Lions play. And for the first time in a long time, that stadium will actually be filled with people <laughs> who can't. <care. laughs> I am your host, wow. King Reeds, I'm just, Find the lie. I, I, I'm not lies, going to. That's, that's a good I one, know, though find the lie. Uh, I'm your host, King Ricky Rosé, as always. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Please like, share, subscribe, leave us five-star reviews. Buy some of our great merch, link is in the description below. Joining me uh, back this week, cause I think we had Kay a couple weeks ago, but joining back this week, a man who always tries it in a small town, but is never enough. Will Tarashock, how are you, Will? I don't need
1: to be knuff, because I am plenty. I am Will Tarashock, T is in Thomas, yeah, I missed you guys. I was looking forward to coming on last week, talking about, like, I don't know, I don't even know what we're going to talk about, probably like AEW's new rules or whatever, they completely ignored already, but uh, <laughs> it's it's good to be back. I like being in this chair, talking about wrestling and doing a podcast for fun every now and then.
0: RoboCop? is there, Oh yeah, RoboCop is a Detroit thing. That is kind of weird, but okay, yeah robocop robocop thanks thank you guys for joining us uh we're going to get into it uh real quick there's a lot of interesting fun stuff to talk about this week especially uh with this being Summerslam, the biggest party of the summer pretty much wrestlemania of the summer for wwe but we're going to get into all of that and everything surrounding Summerslam weekend because there are some other things going on in detroit at that time outside of crime uh God, glad to hear it. <laughs> I'm glad you said it, not me. <laughs> yes, outside of crime uh, in an urban area known as Detroit. Uh, but first things first, let's take a look and into the future uh, to Philly, the home of the cheesesteaks and not the Eagles because they lost the Super Bowl. Um, but WrestleMania 40 is going to be in philly now a couple weeks ago about two weeks ago the last time we put on a show uh we were discussing how the priority pass essentially WWE's new version of travel plans and travel packages uh for with uh with the associated with on location were going on sale and i said it's not going to be long it's going to be about a month before the general on sale for wrestlemania uh is going to occur and a couple of days later WWE posted that the general on sale for WrestleMania Philly will be happening Friday, August 18th, about a month after the um the priority pass tickets went on sale, which means a couple of things. Number one, either about, starting either about Tuesday or Wednesday, the actual pre-sale Um, Before the general public Will go on sale on Ticketmaster Because it's going to be Ticketmaster This is a Ticketmaster arena Uh, It's going to be on Ticketmaster Uh, There are going to be pre-sale codes out the ass Um, For Wrestlemania There's usually About 10 to 15 Different pre-sale codes That get leaked by different Organizations affiliated with WWE You can be a WWE.com member Uh Peacock will have one. Twitter will have one. Or the the app formerly known as Twitter, fucking Elon. Um. The porn site now known as Twitter. <laughs> oh. <To their chat. laughs> uh. If, you're, if you are subscribe to their email, email thread, they'll also give you a pre-sale code. Uh, sometimes local news outlets like Philadelphia news outlets will have their own pre-sale codes as well. So they're going to be littered all over the place. So you're going to have pre-sale codes starting by Tuesday uh, and or Wednesday uh, for for tickets to WrestleMania, which means if you're going to do the pre-sale, the combo tickets are the ones that are going to go first. Okay, the yeah. two the two day tickets are the ones that are going to go first. This also means that more than likely August seventeenth, that Thursday, is going to be the, Phila- the going to be the on sale party uh in Philadelphia at uh, at Lincoln Financial Field Arena, where we're gonna have a bunch of probably some, you know, some cheap little matches, a lot of meet and greets, autographs, you get to be on the field. They put on a pretty big show, and then once it's over, you get in line and you can buy, you can be quote unquote the first people to buy your tickets uh, for Wrestlemania it's usually a fun time I'm going to try to go because I've never been to one the one the one time they were going to do it in New York for 35 we decided to have a nor'easter on the east coast so I was not able to go Um, and it took me like two hours to get home so there's a thing so that's coming up I'm very excited for Philadelphia ever since I've ever since I became a wrestling fan again in like my mid-twenties um and, and knowing the Philly setup, even when we went there for the Rumble a couple of years back, I'm like, this place is tailor-made for WrestleMania.
1: Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Because, they, one, they have the arena right next yeah. to the stadium. Then in between, it's like a them. bar complex.
0: Yeah, all right? three of them.
1: Yeah, it's – it's oh, cause they, they, what, oh, is the the, foot, the baseball stadium near there too?
0: Citizens – it's in a triangle. Citizens oh, Bank, my God. Um, Wells Fargo, and The Link. They're, it, it's a triangle, and it's – the only thing they share is a so massive parking what, lot. That's funny.
1: Yeah, that's all you need. Honestly, it's all you need. This for tailgating and then like merchandise stands. And then that indoor place where we had the bar and we met ran with Ant. So yeah, yeah, Philly for wrestling is great because it's also a little bit outside the city, right? So you just take an Uber right to the stadium.
0: It's, it's literally in the south of Philly. Yeah,
1: it's so in the south of Philly. Like, you can see like all the all the buildings.
0: Yeah, you just, just go directly south and you yeah. can't like you can't miss it.
1: It's gonna be great. Yeah, Ricky, i yeah. i obviously I'm I'm driving, so I don't. Perfect. I don't even mind driving to the stadium so You don't have to take a fucking Uber because that's going to be a nightmare getting yeah. out of there. So I don't mind I, taking my car.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't even like. I like driving to Philly is very. It's a very easy drive.
1: Yeah, especially especially drive. from here. You just hop on 95 and you're there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, although,
1: although I wonder because uh, when that's 95 rich. collapsed, it's not going to be fixed by. It's probably going to be fixed by WrestleMania.
0: Oh, oh, not if the powers that be known as WWE has anything to do with it. Could they probably. imagine? You see pro- Vince
1: McMahon, like, paving roads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has a jackhammer. His- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Triple H, get over here. Check this yeah. hammer.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that bridge is going to be reconstructed by the I, time. I mean,
1: you think it would be, man. By that time, it'll, yeah. be, it'll be over... God, it'll be almost a year. No, it'll be like probably like eight months by that probably point. Probably like eight months. It eight, should be eight, it's... eight or nine months. I mean, yeah. it takes a long time to fix that. Cause they got to do both sides.
0: No, it's just one.
1: Well, I know once I collapsed, but they got to monitor the other side. They like, like they closed both sides.
0: Did they oh, not? Okay. I think, I, I, think I, like, I
1: think they closed both sides.
0: I thought they only closed inbound. Well, because inbound, is when it
1: collapsed.
0: Yeah, they closed. The, they closed inbound. That was coll- that was the one was collapsed.
1: I don't. Say, I, 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 I should look that up, but uh, now I'm curious, but. Yep. It, would, it would make sense to close both sides because one, they got to make sure there's no damage on the other side, and two, like, they mm-hmm. gotta reinforce the whole fucking highway. Yeah. They got to rebuild the highway.
0: Yeah, plus it's it's interstate, so the government is definitely involved in, in the funding of that, and that's probably a priority project. That doesn't
1: make it go faster, though. I'm not. <laughs> that, that just means money is going to be wasted and thrown around. This means it's going <laughs> to be done faster.
0: So I I really want to check up on that because I haven't heard from it since, like, when it happened. I was like, Jesus, that's bad. It's very oh. bad because the whole yeah. thing is,
1: like, pancaked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, definitely I'll, I'll let
1: you. I'll let you know because I'm going to Delaware on vacation at the end of the month. So I'm going to drive around it. So I'll let you know how bad the traffic well,
0: you just is. Just take the Jersey Turnpike and just don't go back on 95. Yes, exactly.
1: That's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, but uh, so, yeah,
1: Philly, great city. I have never had a bad time in Philadelphia. I know people like to shit on it, but I am so pumped for WrestleMania and our club seats, Ricky. Very excited.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going to shoot for the stars of those club seats. After researching that club section, I am very excited.
1: Yeah, I'm expecting, <laughs> like with the Airbnb and a ticket to drop like a thousand bucks.
0: Yeah, which surprise it would probably be cheaper than anything else we would have done.
1: Yeah, yeah, if if we can get under a thousand, I'll be happy.
0: It might be possible. It might be possible. So we shall see. Uh, but moving on from that, uh, last weekend we had NXT's Great American Bash from, from the great from the somewhat great state of Dallas, Texas. And it was, <laughs> it was a pretty— It's a it state, a, all right. It's a state, yeah. It's, it's there. Uh, <laughs> it's big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a pretty good show. Uh, Will, I'm happy to let you know that uh, your boy Tony D finally won a championship.
1: I totally forgot he was a thing.
0: Yeah, t- well, so Which one did th- he win? He won the tag titles. He beat Gallus. Who is he tagging so with? A, uh, his boy, his boy Stax.
1: Who the fuck is Stax? <laughs>
0: so it's Tony D and Channing Stax Lorenzo, who in real life is actually dating Stax is dating um, Santino's daughter. <laughs>
1: oh, word. <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: <laughs> so this is a- bullshit, man! <laughs> Here's the thing with Tony B that you've missed. So we ran a storyline where he got he essentially got put in jail because he's a mobster. I love it. And he got red, rat- and so he finally hits his first match ever since he got out. And so him and Stax came and wrestled in like essentially orange velour tracksuits. that's like a pretty
1: good honestly, that's a pretty good way to do an injury angle. Like these yeah. injuries say he went to jail.
0: But yeah, they had people visit him in jail and everything.
1: That's pretty good.
0: <laughs> So his his first match that came back in orange velour jumpsuits like it was a prison suit and he had numbers on the side of his pants. Amazing. Amazing. I, uh, I want
1: him to get called up to the main roster and like him and to, uh, Akira Tazawa form like a Yakuza. He <laughs> form a Yakuza faction. <laughs> Tony goes from the Mafia to the Yakuza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Dirty Dom had a triple threat with Wesley and Mustafa Ali from a North American title. Also, you weren't here when I had a when I had a whole Laughing celebrates about how dominant. Oh, I there. loved Some it, dude! American I saw charity. him holding that
1: belt. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, he did!" <laughs> Amazing, because he gets to carry on on Raw. It's, I think, it's incredible. It's a great, great for him. I win, win
0: for everybody involved.
1: People shit on Dom so much. I mean, he has good heat, right? This, like, I think you and I would agree. This is not X Pac heat. This is not. No, this go, is
0: great heat. This is
1: not go away heat. This is we found our next big Latin star we've been looking for since Del
0: Rio heat. Mm-hmm. Right. He is the best heel I, in wrestling right now.
1: In his in ring work, like people I heard people say he's unsafe in the ring. To which I go, he's What I was like, which matches are
0: you watching? He's very safe. He's like, he's very well trained. He's
1: he's a little green, sure, but he's 26. Yeah. He's 26 years old. Like his there's nothing wrong with his matches at all.
0: As, as people forgot his father's the greatest luchador of all time?
1: Yeah. Like Dom, <laughs> he's got the character, his his promos can be a little robotic. But that's also because he's young. Like look at Seth Rollins, like if I was like I told you I was watching Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor like storylines. Yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins' promo on Finn Balor leading up to that SummerSlam. His Mm -hmm. promos are very much like this at SummerSlam. Like so that that's kinda how the decadence Dom talks, but I feel like young wrestlers just kind of do that. Like eventually he's gonna be cackling before you know it. Like Dom is a phenomenal talent. I'm so glad he has his belt.
0: Yeah, it's a win-win for everybody. He has great heat. Like, he is just the highlight. And what a turnaround for Judgment Day now. They run raw.
1: Yes. No, very much very much a good turnaround because they all have something. Except, except for, Finn. Finn. <laughs> except it's, it's, for it's, Finn. It's a shame Rhea has done to work with, but Rhea is making the most out of nothing because she hasn't really... Her
0: character works phenomenal. Her
1: character works great, but she has no one to feud with. So, like, Mr. Wild P put it in our, our Patreon the other day. Feel free to join. Um... That she has been pinned since last May. I'm like, yes. who has she wrestled since last May? <laughs> not really. <laughs> you know what and I they're, mean? Like,
0: they're slow burning her and Raquel. Yeah. Which I'm okay with because I want Raquel to be mean again. I do too. You know, and, and that's what's been happening. Like Rhea's really kind of pushing her buttons. And like, oh yeah, because they know each other and this will work. Yeah.
1: And the fact that Rhea is getting over while not having a program... Perfect. Uh, it gives it says a lot about her, her hard work and what the what the office sees in her. Because mm-hmm. yeah, she adds she's great in the judgment day. You know, Damian Priest had a big turnaround since WrestleMania winning the Money in the Bank briefcase and now going in with Finn Balor and Seth and all this shenanigans. And- Dom just won a title and Finn is cutting great promo work and I'm gonna say it right now, I think he wins on Sunday, Saturday.
0: I, I have it, I have an inkling as well, but we are going to get to that in in just a moment. Yeah, Judgment of, Day.
1: I, a few weeks ago, yeah. I said they were shitty. I take it back. I think they're pretty good now.
0: Yeah, a couple other things happened. Roxanne Perez had a homecoming match. Obviously, they had a weapons wild match with Bia Priestley. I mean, um, whatever her name is now. Uh, Blair Davenport, not a Priestley. It was formerly Bia Priestley, now Blair Davenport. Um, it was actually a pretty good hardcore match, simple, essentially a weapons wild match. Yeah. Um, they played it up really well. So remember a couple, like a month or so ago, we were like, who's that masked person that keeps on attacking the women? Yes. It happened to be Blair Davenport. Uh, they singled Rux and They've been doing a lot of, and this is a very, this Shawn Michaels has been doing this perfectly. They have been doing a lot of, outside of the ring work like they've been working people so there was like a galaxy con in like raleigh north carolina where roxanne perez was at and a couple of other nxt people and roxanne was doing an interview and be uh blair davenport attacked roxanne in public during this interview like they, they did an angle they did an angle in public and no one knew what was going on besides wwe <laughs> that's pretty cool, that's pretty cool. You know, and then a couple weeks ago, they since Roxanne Perez is, is a Booker T protege, uh, they did a they did an angle where uh, Blair Davenport went into a convenience store, and Roxanne Perez found her, and they recreated Austin and Booker T mm-hmm. in the convenience store. <laughs> I was like, that was cool. That was a really good match. The most disappointing match on this card, uh, Gable Stevenson. Went up against Baron Corbin for his first match Double ever. count out, right? Yeah. Uh, Who cares? Yeah, people were pissed. Absolutely pissed. Uh, but the match of the night and what might be a match of a year candidate, uh, if you watch anything from this event, well, watch the main event, Carmella Hayes versus Ilya Dragunov.
1: Oh, God, say less. <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah. Did, you, did you watch the Cody documentary, speaking of Carmella? because. He was yeah, the one who sparred with like Cody's first time in the ring post injury. He went to Performance Center do like a fitness check.
0: He worked- I watched it. On, I think I watched it Monday afternoon.
1: He worked with Carmelo.
0: I was like, yeah, wow, what a what a person to train against. Yeah, and
1: Carmelo was like, I gotta keep up with him, <laughs> and he's coming back from injury.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was crazy. Carmelo and Ilya are were fantastic with each other. It turned very, it turned very New Japan really quickly.
1: Awesome. Yeah, he's going to be a massive star, Carmelo Hayes is.
0: Yeah, they I'm are. I'm very
1: excited. Like on Smackdown a few weeks ago when it was in Orlando, they had all the NXT people in the crowd. I thought that was very very smart as well.
0: Yeah, they they're doing a lot of and I mean it's also cuz you have Triple H and Shawn running both running both creative on both shows, so right. they're they're doing a lot of they're doing a lot of smart integration and mixing up of the talents. Yeah. Keep you to keep you. If you're not into NXT, you might want to look into it, you know. And if you're not into Raw or whatever, you might want to look into it because Rey Mysterio's showing up on NXT next week.
1: I thought he no. I thought he was hurt, or is Santos hurt?
0: No, Santos showed up last. Show, Santos showed up last night. Didn't
1: didn't he get hurt in that match with? He got a concussion. You got oh, you got a concussion. Okay, yeah.
0: Rey's not it. wrestling. Rey's not. He's going to be in the corner of Dragon Lee um, as he faces up against Dom.
1: Cool. was this was this in a, an arena like a full arena or was it like a smaller
0: arena uh, i was a it wasn't like it was a smaller arena it's mm.
1: so like maybe 6000 people
0: 5000 no we're pr- uh we're probably around the 10 it was like a live event arena you would say okay you know nothing like nothing too crazy like they weren't at the american airlines center um oh rbd's on dynamite interesting um, very very interesting uh but we we will talk about dynamite actually we're not going to talk about dynamite we are going to talk about aew collision and um the guy formerly known as chick magnet punk uh who was on that episode of heels but no one cares about because aj lee was also <laughs> that- mid card. <laughs> yes so for a while cm punk was talk probably frets we're not talking about all in for the next 20 seconds, uh, CM Punk,
1: <laughs> we'll get there. CM we'll Punk get
0: there. carrying around a black bag and everybody wanted to know what's in the bag, what's in the bag. So he brings out the non Burberry AEW world title and proceeds to do a spray paint job and put an X Over VE does this whole promo with Tony Scabion saying that he is, tell me when you heard this before, the real world champion because he never lost the title.
1: Did he sure this episode? I'm the king of Twitter. That's it. (laughs) Because CM Punk pretty much is the king of Twitter because he likes to complain on Twitter (laughs) and in real life and in real life.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, this is, I don't know. Like he, he 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 went around. He's he like, I never lost a title, and that that is correct. But do you know why you never lost a yeah, title? Yeah, t- let's talk about why you didn't lose a title. Because you got fired. Because you're a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you got fired, and you tried to fight the executives of the company, which, by the way, recently just resigned multi-year deals. So congratulations to them. Um, so all of the elite re-signed multi-year deals. So congratulations to them for staying with the company that they created. That's probably a good thing for everybody involved. Um But, yeah, I I don't know where this is going, if this is going anywhere. And this is the biggest story right now, outside of RBD being on Dynamite right now, for AEW at CM Punk spray-painted, the very pretty AEW world title. But you know what should be a bigger deal? The fact that we are almost, we are less than four weeks away from what is supposed to be their biggest show ever, and we don't have a match announced. Dude. Whatsoever. this, this,
1: This may not surprise you any way, shape, or form. Probably not. But, uh. This is exactly what WCW would do. Like I've been, I've been watching a lot of 1997
0: WCW lately. Oh, you're progressing. Yeah,
1: and uh, they just don't announce a lot of matches for pay per views until the pay per view. (laughs) Like you're like, oh, Rey Mysterio's on this card. Word. Cool. What Conan? Huh? What's what's going on here? And like, if, if anything, to like, oh, by the way, our main event for this Sunday's pay per view—it's Sting. <laughs> no, it's not. It's nineteen ninety-seven. It's <laughs> it's like Slug and the Giants versus. So okay. Here's what happened the last time. Okay. Um, it was it was it was uh, fuck uncensored nineteen ninety-seven. It was t- Team Roddy Piper versus Team WCW versus Team NWO, four man per team. And Roddy Piper brought out these three jobbers in a really weird segment, and, like, never got their names. And then on the go-home show, Flair comes out. He's like, hey, Piper, why don't you work with the horsemen? Woo! And then Piper's just like, okay. And you never see those three guys again. It's just Team Horseman, Team (laughs) WCW, (laughs) and Team NWO. (laughs) It's just like, what the fuck kind of build is this for the pay-per-view? And that's, and that's kind of what AEW does. They just don't... They don't really know what the fuck they're doing. I don't think they... Do they,
0: the, the wrestlers know what they were gonna, who they're going to be wrestling on this card? I need to know who's booking this shit. Right? Like, I just... Like, I really want to know. Here's the thing. It's one thing to have back-to-back pay-per-views a week from each other. You have All In and Wembley and All Out in Chicago. That's a clusterfuck in and of itself. You know? It's another thing... To laud this as the first show in Wembley Stadium in 31 years since WWE did it at oh I don't know SummerSlam, um, and to for all for all metrics that I've read and I've looked at they broke over 50,000. It's going close to 80. What's good for them? Okay, I don't believe
1: that. That's wrestling.
0: We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It could. It could. It could be just wrestling working. You know, it could be just them working, you know, the media and whatever. But they they sold a lot of tickets is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? No,
1: it's, it's – I don't want to downplay their ticket sales, but I don't think it's 80,000.
0: Yeah. They, they sold a lot of tickets. They beat – I, I believe it's well over 50 or close to 50 easily for what they sold. So, yes, yes good yes. for that. which is a
1: huge success. Yeah, yeah, great Especially for them. Especially for not having a match announced. Yeah. You know, the thing now- people are going to be there for.
0: Yeah, now why are, all those, why are all these people showing up? Why has this not been marketed? You should at least, if uh, if I'm I'm, I, 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 I AW, like, you shouldn't compare AWWB, but we're going to right now.
1: No, you have to, because there's a standard. We know the main event of WrestleMania in January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: So WWE would have at least had two or three matches that you knew were going to happen, and you fill in you fill in the rest of the matches as you go along. That's what TV is for. Yeah, but they you have know a whole quarter
1: dedicated to building one card.
0: Yeah, and AEW has going to take a quarter awards. hour. <laughs> yeah. It, it frustrates me from a business perspective because if this is supposed to, again, if this is supposed to be your biggest show ever, and from, the, from a ticket sales standpoint, it is, you should have taken over London a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and gone bananas. Gone absolutely bananas. And yet it's kind of an afterthought at the moment. There is no match it, the, the pay-per-view is three, like three weeks away and there is nothing. There's never to be like, Oh, make sure you tune the all in so you can see where's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like there's nothing. It's, it's disappointing for something that should be a success. It's disappointing. I mean, that's, that's pretty much all I have to say about like, it's, it blows my mind. Um, that would all especially with all the experience of these people you had backstage, your big shows, your Mark Henry's, your Shavonis, your JR, Regal for a time, <laughs> you know, um, no one could get this together. Yeah, right? Like where's William <laughs> Oh wait, William Regal's not there anymore. No, he's not there anymore. <laughs> but like you have you have JR
1: you have Taz. Taz was doing oh, stuff. Come on, Jr. is just there for a paycheck.
0: <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Like you think Jr. is like? I don't want to book this chef. Shit.
0: <laughs> you know, but it, it should be more. And the, the real world title thing, like CM Punk, is really just re, re, trying to recreate Summer of Punk.
1: It's not working. Have you <laughs> seen? Have you seen their ratings?
0: Yeah, because it's Saturday. And you know you know, that's going to bomb in the fall, right?
1: Yeah. Well, there, there's no
0: football, though. It's college football on Saturday nights. They're uh, not beating that. Uh, They're On some Saturdays, they will when it's like a light. I don't know. we
1: compete against Sunday night football.
0: That's different. Is Saturday, it? Saturday college is a huge deal.
1: I guess, but I think like it's more of a big deal than a day, though.
0: Now the nighttime game is usually the best game of the of of the week.
1: Mm.
0: The night, like the night game, is good. Yeah, like
1: I suppose. I suppose.
0: Yeah, like for instance, week one of college football, like the Saturday night, I think. Yeah, the Saturday night game is LSU Florida State.
1: I mean, hey man, you know college football way more than I do. From so content, kind of it's a my big ass deal.
0: Here. Yeah, no, it's it's a big deal. It is a very very big deal, um, especially in New York City. A lot of college football alumnus live in New York City. So a fun fact this is totally like not wrestling late at all. But uh, ESPN did a documentary several years ago. Um, so pretty much every major college football sports team has a dedicated bar in New York City that the alumnus can go to. Uh,
1: that's pretty dope. <laughs>
0: that's pretty cool. So it, it is uh, it is crazy. Uh, five days of work, one whole day to play. Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds about right. It sounds like AEW. So, fact of the matter is, AEW for God's sakes, they need to have a match booked by tonight. When like, you have AEW two hundred, you should be booking a match for all in. Do at least, th-
1: at least tell me. That number uh the fucking dark order is gonna be on the pre-show, all right? At least tell me that.
0: <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Give me a battle royal or something or whatever you guys. Alright, dude, have
1: like the British Bulldog Remembrance Tag Team Pole
0: match. <laughs> Sponsored by the Owen Hart tournament. Like, I don't know. What would you gonna uh, do? Yeah. <laughs> stop that. I I don't know. Like, uh, my God! It just do so, just do something. Aw, I also love how Aw Collision, like Saturday Collision, their logo looks exactly like Monday Night no, Show. No, but it's not
1: Forbidden Door. It's like All Out is like the day before or the week before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even with Forbidden Door, we knew what the matchups were. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> they, 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 but here's the thing: they didn't need stories on those matches. Which is fine, right? Like, Forbidden Door, yeah. I feel like, doesn't really need storylines. It's, it's an all-star game. It's an game. attraction pay-per-view. It's an yeah. attraction all-star game dream match scenario. So, like, you can get by with not having storylines, right? I, that's why I bought the pay-per-view. Dan O'Brien versus Okada? Fuck. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. Why, I, that's why I bought the card. We lost by Russ Kenny Omega. Turned out to be the greatest thing I've ever seen. But <laughs> I, I knew that was going to be good. But, again, the, there's, there's, there's some backstage storyline between that match, which is also cool for the marks. But, like, this... You need storylines on TV leading to your pay-per-view.
0: Yeah. If this is your WrestleMania, you have to bring in the casual fan. Yeah. They're doing nothing to bring in the casual fan.
1: Yeah. And, watering, and- down, watering down your products, which you should do with the rules. Like, I don't know if you talked about the rules a few
0: weeks ago, Ricky. No, I don't even know. Can you tell me about these rules that you're referring to? Because I'm not aware of this. So
1: there's a whole list of rules that AEW put out for their wrestlers, like what they can and can't do. A lot of it, a lot of it makes really? sense. Like, like okay. no no chair shots to the head. Duh. Like a lot of them are duh. Like these, this is a wait good... wait
0: no chair shots to the head. Finally, yes. Like this this
1: is a good thing for AEW. Like okay. no bleeding in the crowd. Good, right? Uh, yeah, health, health purposes. Health purposes. Um, yeah. no, like fucking with the crowds. Like you know MJ would take their water or take their beer and like spill it on them or whatever. Yeah. No. Don't do that. No. No. None of that. Which. Which is, okay, I understand, I understand, but it's, you know, it's good heat.
0: Because MJF did it to a child, that's right. why.
1: But, but it's, again, great heat. <laughs> yeah. So, and that kid probably got, probably the best kid of day that kid's life, and it would have been mine. But, regardless, that's a good rule, right? It's for, mm-hmm. it's 2023, you just can't be doing that. It's on TV and internet and lawsuits and whatever. Um, yeah. But it was other things like, no, no pile drivers. Okay. Um, if no apron bumps... Like, if you want, but it was like a list. But that's the hardest part of the ring. Exactly. They're like, there are <laughs> a list of moves that if you want to do these moves, you got to get permission from the agents. So if you want to wrestle outside the ring and like throw them into the stairs or go through the announce table, you got to get permission from the agents. Which sounds really stupid, but I'd be curious to see if these kind of rules exist in WWE as well. Um, which I'm assuming they surprised. probably do, right? At least, at least it's not this publicized.
0: Because you, you would also have to think, because like when you, when in wrestling terms, the agent is the person who puts together the match. Correct. So you would, this, this is, this is just, um, the AW is creating a hierarchy. Yes. Like probably WWE has, which exactly. is good.
1: It's like we're, we're reserving <laughs> our high spots for the main events.
0: Mm -hmm. So the agent goes back to the booker, exactly, and they're like, this is what we have, and the booker says, no, you can't do that because we're doing this here.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: Because AEW wrestling is, the wrestling's phenomenal, but it's the same match every single time. There's only Mm -hmm. so many Canadian destroyers you can see in one card.
0: You know what I mean? There's only so many Spanish
1: flies you can see on one card before you go, what the fuck am I watching? Mm -hmm. Which, so it's overall the rules, in my opinion, are a good thing for AEW, but it's also nerfing down what makes AEW so great, which is the acrobatics. and It's going to expose their biggest flaw, which is storytelling.
0: Yeah, and that's what they really got to work on. Right. Um.
1: So in a way, it's a good thing. It's going to force their hand to be more creative. Mm-hmm. But you're not doing so well because you're not booking matches.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Fritz, friends, friends I I do see you. I do want to address you. Say A W is for the casual, it's for Benice. A W specifically for remarks. That's cool. Marks aren't marks are not what's going to make you money, okay? And Tony Khan coming out all butthurt because Triple H said in a documentary about WWE trying to get Cody back that. AEW was, quote-unquote, a secondary company. Spoiler alert, it, it is.
1: is. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's not a that's dig. That's a fact.
0: Yeah, and for Tony Connerby Butthurt, and said, we're we're not going to back down to no one. We're not going to play second fiddle to no one. He came out and said that just recently after the documentary come out. You've got to start. You you cannot. You cannot book for the marks. You will always lose. Correct. You will always lose.
1: AEW is just a company <laughs> of, why isn't WWE? Oh, yeah.
0: That's why, yeah.
1: No, I'm serious. Like I say that mm-hmm. a lot because I think it's I think it's true. There's a reason why WWE does what they do. They made 410 million dollars this quarter. That's not counting WrestleMania because WrestleMania was Q1. No, WrestleMania is yeah. technically Q2 because it was April.
0: Yeah, it depends. Some it depends on where they want to put it that year.
1: It, well, you know what? It, no, because it might be Q1 because ticket sales were technically in Q1.
0: So, they'll do so it's, a, yeah. it's, it's
1: a mix. It's probably yeah. a mix. I don't know how the breakdown works, but AEW made $400 million. AEW probably lost forty. Yeah. And, like, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with, with playing to your niche, playing to your marks. That's actually a very good idea to start. You know, as a mm-hmm. business owner, that's something I'm trying to learn. Um, but eventually, you—that's not a good thing for growth. It's a good thing to get your foundation. AEW, to an extent, mm-hmm. has that foundation. You need to expand outwards, which is what those rules are intending them to, for them to do. Yeah, it's just they're gonna crash and burn for a little bit first.
0: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like it is—it's not for the casual. It needs to be for the casual. When WWE realized the reason WWE went from. Uh, essentially, a PG-13 rated show to a PG show because they figured out, hey, we're about to go public and make a crap ton of money. If we want to keep all of this money, we gotta tone it down a little bit and play to the people that are going to keep that are going to keep giving us money. Enter John Cena, and he became a freaking star because they played to the kids.
1: Yeah, would would you bring your eight-year-old to AEW?
0: No. Thirteen. Depends on the maturity. That's a that's a toss up. At, at 14, 15, maybe. Yeah, fifteen. I know. 15, I know. A definitely. year sounds weird, but like, i um, fifteen. I'd probably be sold on. Yeah, be like, f- okay. F-
1: fifteen definitely. Thirteen, probably. Yeah, probably, probably. But mm-hmm. that eight year old is going to start out as a WWE fan. Of course. And it's fine for AEW to target that older audience. Because there's a lot of money to be made there. So, I would disagree with you. You're not going to make money off the marks. No, you can make a lot of money off the marks. In fact, you could possibly make more money off the marks. you're you're not not going to be You're not not going to expand and become growth with just marks.
0: Yeah, marks are run on the money, eventually. especially because the marks
1: also watch WWE. <laughs> like, not all of them, to be fair. I got a, I got a good friend at work. She only watches AEW. Her and her boyfriend only watch AEW because like, she's like, it was too much. We had to pick. We chose AEW. I go, it was too much. I had to pick. I chose WWE.
0: <laughs> no, no, I get it. And when and when AEW finally books a match for all and whatever, I am going to try to work on getting the American blonde back on the show because I know that is her jam, Claire. Our yeah. beer aficionado, um, but yeah, it's it's just one of those things that they they got to work it. And the thing that AEW should I what I really think what I really enjoy AEW for, um, which I think would help them grow, because um, it doesn't it doesn't it seems like it's very a genuine part of it. And I think Tony Khan and the powers Deep don't play it up enough. All of their philanthropic work that they do,
1: I don't even you know, know I don't even know how much they do to be honest.
0: But like you know they were all loading on like when they first started like equality and all this uh, a lot of empowerment and, and charities and stuff. I know they
1: reels. Re- <laughs>
0: Well, okay, heels was a bad idea. <laughs> um, but, like, all that other stuff that they'd like to do, they don't play up all of that stuff where you see WWE. They have these, they have these. You, you've been to a live event where they have those packages where they're, like, it's literally just all the rest of the crowd, like, hugging little kids and stuff like that, <laughs> you know? Like, dude, I like, I don't think AEW plays up all the, like, the off-camera work that, that their performers do. Where, like, saying hi to little kids and stuff like that, where WWE, there's a video package for them for all of that they have they have a video package of Montez holding the random baby.
1: Yeah, in there, which is banned in AEW now. Uh, in their, in their opening package, you know. Yeah, like, no, WB loves bragging about the philanthropy. Oh yeah, they're like, hey, we're in Saudi Arabia. You don't like this? Look at all the philanthropy we're doing. But I'm like, I'm like, hey, that's good. Girls that's special. good. I'm glad yeah. you're doing the philanthropy in a dirty country. <laughs> like
0: it's a good even, thing. Uh, even for SummerSlam week, which we we're about to talk about, we're doing like we're doing a philanthropic meetup with two like it's like two, I forgot who it's like live in Cody or some shit like that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and,
1: and, and the Special Olympics. They're doing something bigger than the Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. They make sure Titus O'Neil is out there with Hulk Hogan. That's <laughs> close enough. <laughs> the
0: only reason Titus kept the job for so long.
1: I am, to be fair, though, he deserves that job. But he's really fucking good at it. He's a good philanthropist. And, no, he's, he... and he likes it. He enjoys it. He loves it. And you know what? We need more people like Titus O'Neil to forgive Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or to give out belts at WrestleMania before the before the show starts,
1: dude. Some of that at WrestleMania was a little much. Like I know that like the philanthropy I mean, was also like they
0: did it for SummerSlam last year too. I know,
1: but it's like guys, you're doing this two or three times on both nights. Like we get it, you're good people. Like you're appealing. You want you want WrestleMania
0: on cable. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but listen, AW just. AEW can learn a lot from the way WWE brands itself. I want AEW to be better.
1: And what Tony Khan should have said to that Triple H here's what Tony Khan should have said to that Triple H comment. He just went straight Mitch McConnell and just froze at the podium and said fucking nothing. Yeah. There's just nothing. Don't let it just don't say, yeah. don't say anything. Yeah. Don't say anything. Yeah. Because if you're gonna say something, you got to back it up. In this shit, CM Punk holding a stupid belt that we all that isn't that he doesn't want to talk about <laughs> is so not it's that about something. How he
0: lost it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: not that something. And your EVPs and your young bucks and your Kenny Omegas also don't want to talk about it. Like, not good. It's not good. <laughs> you, you don't rattle the cage backstage. Rattle the cage on screen,
0: please. <laughs> yeah, literally. Case and case in point. Before we move on to actual SummerSlam stuff, Montreal screw job. WWE, literally, in less than 24 hours, took a real-life situation and turned it into a storyline to create the greatest heel of all time in Mr. McMahon.
1: Yeah, literally. Brett screwed (laughs) Brett. It took him two weeks. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Austin got his
1: neck broke, and uh, Owen Hart had a shirt that said, I broke your neck.
0: Mm -hmm, Brian Pilman died, and
1: Vince McMahon interviewed his wife on TV the next day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. They shouldn't have done
1: the last one, though.
0: No, they shouldn't have done the last
1: (laughs) one. (laughs) They should not have done the last one. No, no, no.
0: But it's one of those things like if it comes out that something happened, use it to your advantage.
1: Yes. For storyline.
0: Use your event. I mean, even like for instance the the Or
1: don't. Yeah. Or don't. This is pussyfooting in the middle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like even when, when we went to the last time we went to Survivor series, everybody knew Charlotte and Beck Charlotte and Becky did not like each other. <laughs> Like everybody knew it wasn't storyline, but what WWE said is that no, it's storyline, and you're gonna fight it out for everybody. (laughs) It is. It is now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) and it worked. It was a great match. And luckily, uh, both Charlotte and Becky were professional enough to be like, "Okay, I don't like you. You don't like me, but we were once friends. Let's make some money."
0: Exactly. So and they got they don't like each
1: other, but they respect each other, and that's above all because they came up together. Right, mm-hmm. they understand yeah. they're gonna go in the Hall of Fame. together. To get like you know.
0: Yeah, it's 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 gonna work out. But anyway, yeah, AEW just it's okay. It's okay to learn. Put it that way. It's yes. okay to learn. Yes, I'm,
1: I'm rooting for you. I really hope you can yeah. be a better number two.
0: Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with being a number two. It's called competition. It's great. And next we're gonna talk about Ring of Honor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we're not. We're gonna talk know, about. No,
1: no, we're never talking slam. about Ring of Honor. They don't even talk about Ring of Honor. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think there's a Ring of Honor champion on the show tonight on AEW 200. I saw the card. I was like, okay, this is a thing. Um, but, yeah, SummerSlam Detroit is the thing that we're here to talk about. It's going to be in the line sentence, as I'm calling it. Ford Field, uh, former home of, I believe, WrestleMania 23? Is it 23 or 24 or something? It was in the 20s. Uh, that was the uh, main event with John Cena and Shawn Michaels, and John Cena came in the Mustang because Ford. Uh, all t- that, that was hot. 23. 24 was
1: uh, Taker Edge.
0: Correct. Twenty four was in Orlando. Twenty three was uh Cena. Cena Michaels. Yeah. Twenty
1: three was Floyd Big
0: Show. Twenty four was Floyd Big Show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's what I said. Yeah. And 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 Flair's retirement match. Yo, WrestleMania twenty four
0: was really good. <laughs> was
1: also Jeff Hardy versus Umaga.
0: Yeah, that's that was also the WrestleMania twenty four where John Legend did America the Beautiful. Yes. And and they had a they had a backstage reporter by the name of Kim Kardashian. Oh my God. Yes, they did. God, God. <laughs> yes, they did. John Legend fucking killed it, too. Because he wasn't, he wasn't he a, was a megastar back then. He was just rising. Yeah. He did it on piano, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like yeah, it was. Voice dope. of an angel. My God, yeah. Yeah, so this is going to be in Ford Field, uh, SummerSlam in Detroit, Detroit Rock City. I did not know how close Detroit is to the Canadian border. I, I looked I on the either. map today. It is. You can literally like rock across the street and you'll be in Canada.
1: Yeah, dude, we're gonna order a Detroit style pizza here. I'm so excited because fucking dude, Johnny pepperonis, Detroit style pizza here in Hoboken. Oh, chef's kiss. It's incredible. So,
0: so, it's gonna be an interesting. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting event. Uh, Ford Field is a massive place. Very, very. It's like an hour tops from you, Fred How are you not going to SummerSlam? Because he, freaking- he spent all his money at Forbidden Door. <laughs> and buying that smoker, which he makes some great meats on that scene of the picture. there. <laughs> and seen the pictures uh, but so also going on this weekend in SummerSlam obviously like WWE does for all of our major events the the SummerSlam Superstore is going to be at 1001 Woodward Avenue in Detroit starting this Thursday opening at noon going till 10 Friday from 10am to 10 Saturday from 10am to 7pm because the store needs to close so you guys need to go to the freaking event <laughs> and Sunday uh, from 10am to 2pm to they're going to be having that brand new WWE Universal title on the line uh, as well. A couple of other different merchandise. The SummerSlam merch isn't really that appealing to me. Like, not like the Money in the Bank merch was. What's oh Detroit World Order? Yeah, DWL Like they're uh, they're, trying. Eh. they're trying. They're trying. they doing. They're doing a lot of the motor and the car theme stuff. But I'm like, ah, so okay. yeah. That license
1: plate looks gay as fuck. <laughs> I, like,
0: is that is that what a Michigan license plate looks like? It looks like the old New York license plate. It does. to be honest it does um so like it's it's a thing it's happening there are going to be some appearances at the SummerSlam superstore throughout the day uh so for instance on thursday they're going to have riddick moss and emma aka people who you haven't seen on tv in a while although you should go to see emma because you've never seen emma in person you're missing out <laughs> um Zoe Stark is going to be there. Eric and Valhalla, Will's former boo from the Viking Raiders, formerly known as um, Sarah Logan. Yeah. Will also be there on on Friday. Zoe Stark's there on Thursday. Uh, The the former smiling man known as Apollo Crews will be there on Friday from 4 to 6. And on Sunday, uh, Tommaso Ciampa will be there. And shout out to Chopper. He's a great guy. I've talked to him before. Really cool guy. So if you're in the area, please check out the SummerSlam Superstore in Detroit, which is going to be, quote, unquote, a fanatics experience. And, Will, surprise, surprise, there is something that I, that I discovered a couple weeks ago that's also going to be happening at the same time for SummerSlam Weekend in Detroit. Do you know what that is? What is it? WrestleCon. Oh, cool. WrestleCon, they're doing a smaller version of WrestleCon, it is coming to Detroit this weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday, Friday August 4th from 5 to 9, Saturday August 5th from 9 to 2 at Huntington Place Hall E1, which is in 1 Washington Boulevard in Detroit, Michigan, uh, There are going to be a, a smaller list, it's not a big WrestleCon like a WrestleMania uh, WrestleCon would be, but it is, uh, it's is—it's a—it's a semi-notable WrestleCon uh, featuring the likes of Oh My God It's Sting because <laughs> Sting will always do there. Uh, I don't know who Nails is.
1: Nails was, I think, one of the, not not the headbangers. He was uh, no. one of those random tag teams from the 90s.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, that is, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh my God, I just totally, I just totally came to a revelation. Um, AEW is going to try to put on collision during SummerSlam. Huh. Yeah, they are, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, because you had the main event of CM Punk versus Ricky Starks for the Real World title. I'm interested to see those numbers, but anyway, back to WrestleCon. <laughs> Uh, we got Sting, Nails, Will's favorite wrestler, Bret Hart, is going to be there. Uh, Will's favorite tag team, The Acclaimed, the Boogeyman, because the Boogeyman needs money. Uh, Cody's wife, Brandy, is going to be there. Uh, Daniel Monet, you better you better know her as Summer Rae. Uh, the Hardy Boys, both of them will be there honky-tonk man will also be there why who knows uh irs maybe he can tell you where bray white is his son uh jake the snake roberts kevin nash will be there because he is from detroit you might as well have him there at WrestleCon. lex luger will be there the craziest man still alive um nick gage <laughs> will also be there as well i would stay far away from nick gage yeah he's guys in a bad scare, guy scares me <laughs> yeah. I went to an indie show where he was on. It was, I was like, this is, this guy's kind of wild. <laughs> um, uh, Papa Shango will be there. Not the Godfather will. Papa oh. Shango. Uh, the real one, formerly known as Enzo Amore, will also be in Detroit as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised no one signed him. I wonder why. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I hear he's very easy to work with. (laughs) Yeah. Ron Simmons will be there. Big Papa Pump. Scott Steiner. Uh, Will's Will's favorite sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter, will be there. Uh, Ted DiBiase is probably going to uh, embezzle your money, but he will be there as well. (laughs) Um Allison K will also be there. And I forgot what her, uh, Marty Bell. Allison Kay and Marty Bell, tag team known as The Hex, will be there. Uh, Tony Scavione will be there. And last but not least, Will, the greatest one-legged wrestler of all time, Zach Gowen, will also be in attendance at WrestleCon. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. So tickets will be on sale for that. If you've never been to WrestleCon, it's fun. This is a good start of WrestleCon for you, for people who have never been to a WrestleCon. It's a, it's a fun little alternative. It's one of the things I like to go to um, during WrestleMania week. Uh, it's a good WWE alternative. And it, even if you don't buy, like, autographs or pictures, it's going to just walk around and look at them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I like doing. I, I like just <laughs> saying hi. And I don't like paying for pictures and shit. I just like to say hi and shake their hand.
0: Yeah, that's how I met Ric Flair randomly. Remember when Ric Flair walked right past us? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's magical. I know smelled like. <laughs> you wore his robe. I did. <laughs>
1: I did, do oh. that, didn't I?
0: Yeah, you did yes you did but that's WrestleCon if you're going to be in Detroit check out WrestleCon if you can but let's move on to the SummerSlam card and the main event of main events because WWE is going to tell you for multiple main events because that's their new thing now but the true main event will be the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns versus his cousin Jey Uso for the WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship or just the WWE Undisputed Championship whatever the hell you want to call it the one belt that Roman has not the two belts that Paul holds because Paul Paul Heyman's dick uh <laughs> In what is going to be known as tribal combat, I can't wait for this. I, 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 I mean, listen, the Bloodline storyline hasn't missed yet at all, whatsoever. No, not at all. Yeah. You know, like every time you think they're getting stale, they just find a new way to pick it right back up. Um, with that being said, I don't think Jey Uso makes it out of this with the title. I think it's no, gonna. No get, I think it's gonna get real close. There's gonna be a lot of false finishes. There's gonna. There's gonna be a lot of weird shit that happens in this. Oh, match. Oh, you didn't
1: hear? Apollo Cruz is gonna help Roman Reigns win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, there's gonna be a lot of weird stuff that happens in this match. Um, but there's gonna be a lot of eyes on this. We already know Stephen A. Smith is gonna be on this. if you've seen the, all the. Uh, the work that Roman and Paul did on first take last night, yesterday.
1: Dude, I love I love Stephen A. Smith.
0: <laughs> I do too. He's such an asshole, <laughs> but he's so
1: fucking entertaining. <laughs> like I remember once after uh, you ever see him and Joe Rogan feud.
0: No. So
1: <laughs> you, it was very clear Stephen A. Smith knows nothing about UFC, and like okay. he was commentating on UFC, and McGregor got knocked out like after like, after the first round. And Stephen okay. was just like, I want to see more fight in McGregor. Why couldn't he get back up? And Drogon's just like, because he got knocked, knocked out. Out? <laughs> what are you talking about? He wanted to call him a stupid person on, on air, but he's a professional. So he didn't do it. But like, he talked on his podcast afterwards, and there was this yeah. really funny. And I hope something similar happens between Stephen and A. and Booker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Stephen A. always kind of been a mark, I think he's more of a boxing fan than he is a UFC fan. That's
1: exact. That's exactly what he was. That's exactly what he was going from. He started talking about yeah. boxing. that's I should have mentioned that when he was about the UFC thing too. He knows mm-hmm. more about boxing. So he was coming from the idea from a perspective of boxing, but UFC yeah. is such a different sport.
0: It's a different animal. Yeah, Yeah, different
1: animal. But wrestling, I think Stephen A. kind of gets a little gets a little. Yeah, he's more.
0: entertained by it a lot. Yeah, and he, he's, and
1: he he himself is a showman.
0: Yeah, which he. he Stephen A would be perfect in the world of pro wrestling. Yeah. He'd be everything we w- we wish Teddy Long was yeah. and was not. <laughs> you know, Stephen A would be perfect. Um, it was it was kind of fun. This is a sidebar. But Roman Reigns was on ESPN First Take. Again, something AEW doesn't do. Like, nah, not their fault.
1: They don't have access.
0: Well, they, aren't they partnered with TNT? Couldn't they have somebody on, like, I mean, Shaq was on Dynamite. Different story. But, like, they should have a performer on, like, NBA, like, you know, NBA on TNT.
1: Mm, yeah, probably. Because you're Warner, telling me you're Warner, telling me
0: nobody, nobody on in AEW knows basketball.
1: It's true. It's <laughs> it's been reported yeah. that Warner Brothers is happy with the AEW, so they're going to get a pretty solid TV deal.
0: Good for them, which they should be. So,
1: which they should, again, which, again, which they should be. So, yeah, to your point, yeah, I'm surprised Warner doesn't kind of bring them in to something like that. But that's, that could also be a reason for the new rules like make you got to make yourself a little more advertiser friendly.
0: Which that makes good it understandable. Yeah, which good. Understandable, but well, Paul Heyman did, did WWE no no help at all. Um, Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman worked Stephen A. And Paul Heyman just worked everything on ESPN. Yesterday. So um, Stephen A talked to Paul about about how he might be the greatest manager of all time. And Paul's like, I am the greatest manager of all time. And Stephen mm-hmm. A's like, well, you know, there's also Bobby Heenan. Paul Heyman, without missing a beat, says, screw him, he's dead. Wow. <laughs> and then he goes and he says, oh, yeah, and by the way, Jimmy Hart's alive, which is proof that God doesn't answer my prayers. Wow.
1: <laughs> and Steve Nation went, it's probably because you're Jewish. <laughs> 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 wow. It's <laughs> a big wow for me. And you, don't usually, you don't usually just get a wow from me. <laughs> what Paul Heyman could have said. How many main events of WrestleMania has they managed? Because Paul Heyman has like eight
0: well, he, he said that that's, he would on after he did the shock thing that gets your attention, which, by the way, as stretch pointed out and I pointed out to a couple of people, Heenan, if he was alive, would have fucking loved that. Yes. He would have ate that up. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the best yeah.
1: part about WCW is Bobby, is Bobby Heenan. Yeah. Honestly, Dusty Rhodes, too, when he does commentary yeah. for
0: pay-per-views he didn't would have ate that up completely yes but he, he went on to say that he goes i'm the greatest because i'm with the greatest i'm with the guy roman reigns who was the biggest box office draw in sports and entertainment he's main evented the most wrestlemanias that's why i'm great so paul even though he was there you know working working a more public crowd he was still deferring to roman like paul was still doing his job yes it was it was pretty crazy. But well, back to this match, Roman's winning. Yes. You don't put Roman on ESPN smiling Roman at all. Like he wasn't tribal chief Roman. He was Joseph Anna Y in a suit. He did like his top five like top five teams in the NFL shit too mm. as well. You don't put Joseph Anna Y on ESPN and have him lose days later in Detroit as a tribal chief. He's winning, but yeah, you don't Jay- see
1: you do see Jay Uso anywhere as a challenger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Hey, I'm Jay Uso. What a boost! I'm here. I'm here on Disney yeah. Channel. Yeah,
1: I'm <laughs> oh <my> gonna <goodness>, you.
0: <laughs> yeah, but listen, man, Jay's. No, gonna, I, Jay's... I don't
1: think Jimmy turns on Jay. Frets to answer your question.
0: Yeah, no, Jay's gonna put on an Oscar performance, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna yeah, be the
1: match is gonna be phenomenal. Uh. I don't think Jay's winning, but I wouldn't be completely upset if he did. Roman, Roman needs to be on the rebounds. Like he needs to be built back up for WrestleMania next, for WrestleMania forty, and this is this is the first step. Like you, you got him away from the Bloodline, you beat him down, you got you got you made Jay a main event guy officially. Yeah. So this story and it's still meat on the bone. Like you still have to, you, uh, Solo needs to turn. Paul Heyman needs to turn, and Roman needs to be alone. And Paul Heyman might turn. In Philadelphia, which I think Ricky, we've talked about on the show a little bit,
0: I think Paul is turning in Philly. Yes,
1: I and mean, he don't even turn; just just walks away. That he doesn't even do anything; he just walks away.
0: I I think, and this is this is really really quick forecasting of a potential storyline leading into Mania. I think I, if you if Solo does turn, and then it's just you, it's. I think that's how the on ends. Everybody turns, Solo leaves, and then it's just Paul and Roman again. And then essentially Roman streets Paul he starts to mani- he, there's no one else to manipulate or put down or berate so he berates to Paul and Paul's like oh Paul's like you know the the person who can't get him out of a bad relationship oh my god I love you travel Chief. I'll do you anything and eventually Paul finally gets some cojones and that happens at Wrestlemania and he turns his back to Roman and that's the last straw
1: yeah it's a matter of who beats him
0: exactly which will be cook. Code- well uh- and then Paul turns around, puts on an ECW, had it does a fast count. Oh, damn. Damn. Hey, we
1: got the main event for All In. Let's go. What do we got, Fritz?
0: Yeah, let's see. Well, I, we'll do, I do, I do hope it's Cody.
1: I do, I do actually generally now hope it's Cody. Because Cody, yeah. I think, has been great since WrestleMania. Yeah,
0: yeah so let's talk about Cody. Let's move uh, on. Yeah, first Adam Cole.
1: Yeah, okay, that's fine.
0: Okay, that's fine. Um... Still not gonna forget who the real world title is, according to CM Punk. But anywho, uh, let's talk about Cody and, and Brock Lesnar. Um, a feud that I didn't think had anything left until again I saw the video package. <laughs> um, it's interesting. It is. It is. It's a. It's a rubber match with no stipulation. It's just another straight up match, which I'm very interested where they go with this. The video package, I'll describe to you. Well, it's pro- you'll you'll probably see it on on Saturday before the event. It was somber. Interesting. It was was very somber. It was like, the the way I best described it was, it was like, Cody's facing his doom. Like, we're seeing the end of Cody, and he's too stupid and stubborn (laughs) to walk away from this fight.
1: Well, Cody did do his hard times promo Mm -hmm. um, in Atlanta, and then Brock beat him up in front of his mother. So, yeah.
0: that was great. That was cool. <laughs> I enjoyed
1: that. Um, yeah. It's very interesting. And also, the reason there's not a stipulation, you got tribal court, right? That's going to be no DQ.
0: Tribal combat. Tribal, yeah.
1: Sorry, excuse me. Tribal combat. And we'll just talk about the AEW. You know, the agent didn't get permission from the booker. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, does yeah, this need a stipulation? Probably. What would you do, though, that's not going to take away from tribal combat?
0: This is very true. And he got
1: you got Ronda and Shane doing an MMA fight, so it's like MMA rules. A, yeah. MMA rules, so it's a little bit stipulation. Like,
0: mm-hmm. what
1: what could they have done? A cage?
0: Who knows? Do you? Do, does this start the show also as well?
1: No, there's rumors. You're gonna get a kick out of this. There's rumors Logan Paul is gonna start off the show because Logan wants to fly to Texas to see his brother fight. <laughs> he wants to get there in time.
0: Okay. <laughs> we we'll, right. will right,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll talk. I have, I have a question. Nice. I actually have a question for you when we get there. But answer no. I don't think it kicks off. I think it's cause it's 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 one of the main events. That, like they're saying now, it's going to be in the middle of the show. Yeah. It's going to be Dead Smack in the middle of the show. Bray attacking Cody would be pretty cool. He's yeah. not attacking Brock because Brock is not going to go there.
0: <laughs> but um, Brock looks like he. I saw. I watched Raw. Brock looked like he got bigger again.
1: The guy is terrifying. It's
0: he's really scary. A-
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm also, you know, what? I'm gonna go with here. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Brock here. Brock gets the win because he has had that turn mm-hmm. in Cody. Cody's forever over at this point. That whoa is oh, gonna get louder and louder. So,
0: mm-hmm. oh, the, uh, there's one of our one of the people that follows us on uh, on the app formerly known as Twitter. We're just gonna call it Twitter because no one knows what the hell X no, is. No, we still call it Twitter. It's, yeah, it's still um, Twitter.com. They should start selling like you know how like Yankee Stadium has Judge's Court. Yeah. They just start selling, like, woe sections for Cody. The woe section. <laughs> the woe section. Really cool. uh, yeah, but no. Uh, but the but the Cody doc also helped to elevate um, Cody, number one. It was a great documentary. WWE documentaries are really good. Very likable. Uh, yeah, very likable doc. Cody was as transparent as he was allowed to be. I'll put it that way. Or he allowed himself to be. No, nah,
1: he doesn't want to tell us why he left AEW. Mm-hmm. Like his reason is true, he 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 has an opportunity to accomplish his real goal, his real dream. Which that I'm not saying he's covering for that, but he left for a quote-unquote personal issue with a person.
0: Which I I believe I'd see either Tony or Kenny.
1: It's it's gotta be Tony.
0: Yeah, I only suspected Kenny because Kenny never comes up in talking about anything AEW related, and we know Kenny was a pretty. Big part of it.
1: Yeah, Kenny was not mentioned in a documentary either.
0: Which, yeah, which I found very surprising. So when he said, you know, it was he had a it was a personal reason with somebody, I was like, could Kenny be involved as well? But it does make more sense that it would probably be Tony. Yeah,
1: I think someone like Cody Rhodes, like he he talks very highly about the Bucks, and he He has he has mentioned Kenny briefly, but Mm -hmm. he gives more credit to the Bucks. But Cody has that aura of respecting the boys. Yeah. So I think even if he dislikes Kenny, there is a personal respect there as being one of the boys, a top guy. I don't think yeah. he has that respect for Tony. Because Tony is Vince. Because Tony is just a billionaire yeah. with money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I had okay. to guess, speculating here, it is Tony, but there's no reason to add a dirty laundry because it's water on the bridge at this point.
0: <clears throat> yeah, which again is respectable and class act by Cody. Correct. You know, absolute class act. The documentary I thought was fantastic. Um, very good, a lot of imagery. Um, the, it was two hours. They did they did a lot, but I I am so upset that we missed Evolve when Cody was in when Cody was running around.
1: Dude, I literally said the same thing. I was like, <laughs> fuck, his first show was Evolve. I was like, yeah, no, we I was missed like it. where were
0: we? <laughs> 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 like we just missed it. Um but no, it it was good. I loved how he did the story behind him hitting on Brandy.
1: Oh yeah,
0: your hair looks awful. <laughs> your hair looks bad. <laughs> but Phoenix is like, bitch, your hair's fine. <laughs> Randy <laughs> also
1: came across as very likable.
0: Randy's a very likable guy now, but he learned not to be an asshole. No, Brandy. Oh, Brandy I was okay. Yeah, no, Brandy. Brandy came off very likable, not like she was an AEW. Yeah.
1: Like, I was like, why do we hate her again? <laughs> why is he going you to know, dislike this woman?
0: You know what it was? Because I think we compared Brandy to Stephanie because they were technically in like the same position. Yeah. And we were just like, this isn't working, Brandy. Like, we already have Steph. Yeah. <laughs> like, we already have Steph, and Steph's already got that spot. Uh, 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 also,
1: also, they named their daughter Liberty, which is just,
0: it's, it's Liberty Bell Rhodes or Reynolds or whatever.
1: It's, her name is Liberty Bell.
0: Yeah, it's La- Bell's uh, middle name. Oh, my
1: hope it's I hope it's I hope it's B E L L not B E L L E it's his actual bell
0: it's his actual <laughs> bell
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but it, it was it was a very good doc which helps Cody he's forever over he's a great face of ending company he's very smart i didn't know we were i didn't know i was that close in age to Cody too how old is Cody? Cody's Cody's like 38
1: how old are you 34 th- okay i yeah, close enough i guess
0: he might be thirty seven or something like that, but where he's 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 no more than five years older than me, yeah, like essentially we could have been he could have been a senior in high school when I was a freshman.
1: yes, probably. type deal. yeah,
0: you know, which again, is wild to think about that like from an age perspective, like, oh crap, this guy could have been essentially my peer.
1: Hey man dirty Dom is like a, a year and a half younger than me
0: <laughs> younger <laughs> fair. Yeah. There. This is going to be an interesting match. Uh, that the theatrics are going to be crazy. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, due to shenanigans, Cody loses, or again a Bray attack, because you got to do something with Bray if he's still under contract. Could be another bump in the road. You got you got to drag this out until we get to WrestleMania, and we're still too far out from WrestleMania for Cody to, to start talking about Cody in the main event picture again. Yeah. So that's us just see, but. Talk to me, I would love Cody, but I think Brock, because we all know this is the end of the Brock Lesnar season. Brock goes to Hibernate for the fall and the winter. It'll come back around the Royal <laughs> Rumble. <laughs> okay. If you yeah. haven't figured it out by the last couple of years, this is the end of the Brock season. And Brock goes and
1: enjoys <laughs> football season. <laughs> exactly. Go Vikings!
0: <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to go hunting and football, and you know he has like his own seasoning?
1: Of course he does.
0: Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. So the end of the Brock season is coming. But let's move on uh, to the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor. What a great I crowd. I believe picks. about, yeah. And I believe this is what? Seven years or so? Seven years. Yep. 2015. Seven, seven years. Uh, 2016? 15? No. 16? 16, I think. 16. I don't remember. It, I was there. I just remember being there. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a seven or so years ago to from the SummerSlam when they first met and Seth Rollins was twenty sixteen, thank you, Fretz. Seth Rollins was really had a streak of injuring people that he wasn't supposed to injure. Finn Balor being the first one.
1: And then he got injured. Who was the second one?
0: Sting. Sting was in oh, the Oh
1: yeah. No, Sting was <laughs> Your, Sting, your, your Sting
0: covered for him. Yeah. Sting said, "I would have was like I, you know." It, Sting went on the record and said it wasn't Seth's fault. I saw it and was like, uh, "I don't
1: know." It <laughs> looks like his fault, just a little yeah. bit.
0: <laughs> you know, um, but no, but the the Finn injury was completely Seth's fault. Seth launched him too early.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, and that altered forever Finn Balor's trajectory and career. Finn Balor, because remember that weekend or even after being drafted, those months leading into that SummerSlam, Finn they were going to shoot Finn Balor to the moon.
1: He just got called up.
0: He had just got called up. He won the tournament. He beat Roman.
1: They debuted the Demon on TV the week before SummerSlam,
0: the Mm -hmm. go-home
1: show, and they kept calling him the Demon King. Remember that?
0: Remember Demon King, yeah. It was awful. He also he beat Roman, the Beaver number one contender, on that Raw. He
1: did, that he did.
0: Now they were going to make, they were going to shoot him to the moon, and then he then he shattered his shoulder.
1: And they chose Kevin Owens instead.
0: <laughs> yeah, in a great turn. That's one of the greatest moments in recent Raw history. Absolutely. Um, which and, and you know Seth got on right. So there's There's there some real Animosity to the play up here I think this has been Played really well um, You have the whole Judgment day Will they or won't they Will Damian Priest Cash in What's gonna happen with that Seth Rollins' run With the title Has been excellent I'm not gonna lie Seth's run is With the title Been excellent He's defended on NXT He's a great spokesperson He was recently on Family Feud Which was hysterical By the way You should watch it um, They did Celebrity Family Feud With the with the WWE Superstars Amazing. Amazing. Men versus women. Um so but like you said earlier, I wouldn't be surprised if Finn takes this title off of Seth because Judgment Day is on fire right now.
1: Dude, I kind of I kind of gotta go with Fretz here where right? Finn wins and priest cashes in because it's a great story. It's a yeah. great story. Finn worked so hard to get back that belt or get back to this spot, he gets it, and then it gets taken away.
0: I like... It's a great story. I, I, I Honestly, I, you might have sold me on it. I like that idea.
1: And, and it's just like, dude, you got to strike while the iron's hot.
0: Mm-hmm. Then again,
1: Finn hasn't won a feud probably since NXT. So, the second time? Yeah. So, I, he, he's never fully recovered from that first SummerSlam. Which mm-hmm. is another reason to give it to him and then take it away. Because then he becomes a massive baby face.
0: Also, because you know what else it is, too? So remember when we finally started liking Roman a little bit and he won the title at SummerSlam? And he's like, I'm going to give Finn Balor a rematch that he deserves. Remember that moment?
1: No, I don't.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's exactly what, that's exactly what happened. He did, Roman, Roman had won the title, and he was like, he's like, all right, now I'm going to give Finn the rematch that he's been talking about him, and I think shenanigans happened, and Finn never really got a fair chance at it. So it's the running arc that Finn always gets close to the top and never wins. Great story arc. Yeah.
1: because The way his promos have been, his viciousness, he looks like a champion.
0: Yeah, he finally has the anger that he was developing in a second NXT run.
1: Yeah, he has gone full Sith. Yeah. And I, I think I think that's—and you want to make Damian a massive heel with Dom and Rhea and those three continue to run Judgment Day while Finn is is on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Trying to teaming with—I guess probably teams with Seth Rollins to try and take him down.
0: Maybe. In, maybe. Like, where does that leave it's-
1: Seth? That's the thing. Like if, if, if that happens, where does that leave Seth? And, yeah, and and also, to be fair, we are entering football season where you need a big name face on top. Do you trust Seth? Which you should, which you do, or do you take the yeah. risk on Damian Priest? Because raw ratings have also been up this quarter
0: in the key yeah, demo. I, yeah, I, I I go back and forth because like I ideally Seth's the guy that you drag this into all the way to Rumble.
1: Yes, business wise, you, know, you yeah. choose Seth, storytelling, you choose Finn and possibly Priest.
0: Yeah, because you know, Finn can hold
1: the belt for a little bit, and then Priest cashes in later.
0: That could also you can also tease that as well too. So
1: it's uh, a decision of business, really. Which if you go in business, I choose Seth. Storytelling and me chooses Finn, and then Damien cashes in.
0: Yeah, because like you don't, Damian doesn't have to cash in right away. Like if you, but I think it, means so, w- it means so much more if he does
1: because it's it's this it further cements Finn as the guy who couldn't get it done, mm-hmm. or, or fate just fucks with them.
0: I like the whole Fate storyline, but I also like, you know, Judgment Day holding a considerable amount of gold. Yeah. And now, now the tide's turn where everybody has actual gold and now Priest is the one left out. You that, know, it kind of flips it on its head. And you can run with Finn because I think to an extent, you know, storyline and backstage politics, give Finn a run for the fall. You know, give him a run. I would love to see
1: that run, too. You know,
0: Damien, because like Damien Priest, even if he wins a title, it's going to be his first maiden voyage as a world champ, which is always going to be hit or miss. And the one, although I will say the one time to do it would kind of be in your dip, you know, in the fall. For him to like try <laughs> the it <live> out.
1: Treatment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, for him to like try it out and see how it goes, and if something's bad, you can just switch it, which is always happens with your first title run. It's never that great to begin with. Cause you need to know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. Um uh, But you can go a lot of ways with this. And at this point, the the biggest question I still have for this is has Seth done enough to establish this world title that he can just drop it? No, that's that's the big that's the big elephant in the room. That is another
1: elephant in the room, and <laughs> yeah. you know he's never gonna stop complaining about it.
0: That that's that, like that is this also is, this is Seth Rollins'
1: <laughs> consolation prize. He's gonna take it away after two months. His first
0: feud. He's gonna be so mad. He's <laughs> gonna be so mad. So
1: okay, Seth wins. Right? Mm-hmm. Who's you up against next?
0: That's also an issue,
1: right? Who's who's another big heel on Raw?
0: Outside of Gunther, true. You, you know, there's Gunther. no one else I could think of, but Gunther's holding the IC title, and he still needs to hold the IC title until he breaks Hockey Talk Man's record. He's
1: got a few more, he's got a few more weeks. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Seth versus Drew just for the shits and giggles of it. Like, Why you, not? you could turn. I think Drew needs a
0: bit of a heel run. Yeah, or something. Yeah, and Seth That's Drew fine. would
1: be fucking awesome. Then again, you could also do. You could do. You know, you could do Finn Damien, you could do Finn Drew, you could do Damien Drew. There's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of options if Finn or Damien keep that take that belt. But yeah. this is a toss up. Either way, no matter the results, I'm happy with all three victories. So
0: Yeah, I, I am too. And the thing and the, the safest And that's good booking. Yeah, this yeah, that is a good book. And the safest thing here here is that you can wait on Damien because he won it in July. Yeah. So you can even have Damien hold his briefcase past WrestleMania, past your big season, if you don't want to do a shock at WrestleMania with Damien winning, but we don't know what the future holds for Damien, and have him cash in after Mania too, which again is your reset to begin with. Yeah. And you'd already have the briefcase. You know, so of all the decisions, you can wait on Damien, I think.
1: Also, Ricky, um, you know this SummerSlam's a heel pay per view.
0: I was I, I I know I think that I that's why I lean more <laughs> doing towards so Finn. Hard. <laughs> that's why I lean towards Finn. <laughs> it's a heel pay per view. Um, that's why I lean towards Finn. You know what? Uh, I'm going
1: to lean towards Seth.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to lean towards Finn. I I I think I think Finn deserves it. I was there both nights when he won, and the next night when he had to relinquish. I it agree. Was, I think yeah. Finn
1: does deserve it, but I'm going with the business. W always goes to the money, and the safer bet is Seth Rollins.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. Again, this is going to be a great main of a match. We'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of a match, that card is really good. <laughs> um, the triple threat that we all knew was going to happen, and the only women's match on the card. No, it's
1: two.
0: Uh, oh, was that, yeah, the only women's match for a title yes. on the card. Um, Asuka's putting her WWE World title, WWE Championship, not World title, because Rhea has the World title, WWE Championship up against Bianca and Charlotte in a triple threat match. There's a lot that could happen here.
1: LOL, Charlotte
0: wins. That's the worst thing that could happen. That's happened. just what she
1: does, dude. She comes yeah. in.
0: Takes she, the opportunity. She wins
1: the belt either immediately or pretty quickly. She carries mm-hmm. it for a little bit. She drops it. She goes on vacation. Repeat. Yeah. That's been her career for the past three years.
0: It's a, This is a total Charlotte move because this is what Charlotte did to Becky.
1: Yes. It's exactly what Charlotte did to Becky.
0: It's exactly what Charlotte did to Becky. It was Becky versus Carmella in a feud. Charlotte came out of nowhere and said, I should be in this feud. And everybody in the back was like, yes, you should. Get your ass in there. (laughs) WrestleMania, (laughs) but I'm
1: Charlotte Flair. Vince is like, fuck, you're right. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, get out there, kid. Show (laughs) them what
1: you got. (laughs) Don't worry, you're not going to be pinned. <laughs> Ron is going to be pinned, sort of.
0: <laughs> exactly. This is what it was. You had a Bianca and Oscar feud, and Charlotte's in the middle of it. Um, yeah, I, 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 here's Charlotte wins. This is, what, this is my first predictor. Charlotte wins. Um, stealing it from Bianca. This is when Bianca goes mad. They're going to try to do what they did with Becky and Charlotte. Remember when they thought we would all be happy about Charlotte would win? Yeah. And then Becky turned heel and we were all really, really happy? Yeah. <laughs> Just do it again? They're going to do it again, except Becky's going to be played by the role of Bianca. Yeah. Because I've wanted to see Bianca turn heel in the first place. Bianca and I think- Bianca
1: becomes the guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, Bianca Belair. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was. I wish WD was a little bit PG thirteen because she doesn't have to. Bianca doesn't have to be like the man like Becky was. Bianca be like that bitch.
1: Yeah, I'm the bitch. <laughs> I'm your bitch. No, no, I'm no that. that's, not, that's not how it works. I'm that. No, bitch. no, no, no.
0: no. Yeah, it's that bitch. Yeah. Yeah, no,
1: that's that's a little too <laughs> Jade, dude. Jade Cargill's that bitch.
0: Now, Jade Cargill's that bitch. Here's so.
1: here's the finish. Uh, Oscar inks or mists. B Bianca Charlotte Spears. Uh, Oscar puts Bianca in a figure eight.
0: There you go. You're going to have Bianca tap?
1: Yes, yeah, I'm just going to drive her crazy.
0: <laughs> it's going to drive everybody crazy. It's going to drive your girlfriend crazy.
1: Yeah, I forgot how much she loves Bianca
0: Belair. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with that, not me. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs>
1: Hopefully this match goes on late and she falls asleep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I feel bad for Asuka yet again because Asuka was kind of getting, Asuka was going somewhere with this kind of carefree asshole or seal character, like very joker like don't give a damn what anybody does. Yeah. Uh, but the other elephant in the room is that EO has the briefcase.
1: No, I don't see it. Not, the, not, not here.
0: Um, although that also is a good thing because it's one thing to cash in on Asuka and it's EO and that would be very interesting but it's another thing to cash in on Charlotte which would probably create a bigger moment for EO Well,
1: if she cashes in mid-match and pins Bianca
0: if they cash in and do a fatal four-way that would be wild and
1: that, that'd be enough to go Bianca go
0: crazy He's
1: like, <laughs> you, what are you doing in this match and you pin me
0: she doesn't even go here. She
1: doesn't even go here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that would that would be crazy. Um I, I like my catches to be surprises and I don't think the surprise should be here um, at all. There's so, already, t- but, already too many
1: cooks in this kitchen.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I think and these are these are three women who can fucking go. And so they need the they need to have space to create without putting Eo in there at all but yeah i'm don't be surprised when charlotte wins this uh moving on oh a match that kind of is falling under the radar but it's probably really going to be good because did you watch wrestlemania when it was uh, when sheamus was involved in this (laughs) okay you have this match is gonna (laughs) fucking slap gunther is on a legendary tear on raw right now his promo work amazing Okay, he looks the part. He looks the asshole. He plays the asshole. His promo work is fantastic. And Drew's coming in, and Drew's going to have to catch up to Gunther. I'm very surprised that I have to say that, but that's the that's what's it happening. Meet meat slapping
1: majesty. Thank you, K. Murphy. You're correct.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, and Gunther versus Gable was a great match as well on, on Raw. Did Gable pin um, him? No, he got close It it started out as Gunther was Gunther told A a Greco-Roman wrestler You can't go five minutes In the ring with me And Gable said Oh, really? (laughs) And so Gable beat the clock And Gunther was like No, no, no Restart the match We're gonna have a regular match now And Gable was (laughs) And then he
1: beat the fuck out of him
0: (laughs) Gable was holding his own He suplexed Gunther really easily Jesus yeah, it, it's very, very scary. Um, but this is... I'm so excited. This I'm so happy for Gunther. He has... He's been flawless this year. Like Royal Rumble on, he's been absolutely flawless. And if there's anybody who can elevate, who could potentially elevate the Intercontinental title to a WrestleMania main event level, it's going to be Gunther at this point.
1: Yes, his in-ring's there. Presence is there. His, his
0: promos have been really good. His, his promos, promos are
1: almost there. Mm-hmm. There's something still missing for me. And I don't know what it is. It's, he's missing a little bit of it. Because I love, his, I love his matches. You know, like, I have been definitely won over by his matches. I'm mm-hmm. won over by his look. I'm won over pretty much by his promos, his character. Like, everything is there for me. This is just not yeah. connecting. And I don't know huh. what it is.
0: I don't know what it is either. you know what it I I it might be? It might be he's it's
1: he the, suffers I, accent.
0: I I thought so too but his he sounds so clear on his promos. Great
1: English. Yeah, he yeah. Like, he, he's he's, like he's not like he, He's, he's very a foreigner
0: good. with an England
1: American accent. <laughs>
0: like... <laughs> he's, he's very good. He speaks he speaks English very well. Um and we know that's not his his first language. Um he, the I think the issue with Gunther is because he holds the IC title and he kind of has to control the the flow of Raw to an extent. We don't see him in the same light as Roman and Seth. Because they are with bigger be, spots. Might, it
1: might be positioning.
0: It's I think it's positioning, it's yeah.
1: Positioning. It's it's not that he's bad; it's everyone else is better.
0: Better, and we don't. He doesn't share camera time with Roman. He doesn't share camera time with Seth yet.
1: Yeah, he hasn't been put like everything is great. He's just not put in that big angle, right? He's not main eventing.
0: Mm-hmm. No, he's, he's 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 in the middle.
1: He's stealing the show in the middle on pay-per-views.
0: Absolutely, but yeah. he's
1: not <laughs> making a huge presence.
0: People aren't people are buying a ticket to go see him.
1: Yes, there it is.
0: There it is. You know, like that, he, that's the issue.
1: Like, but, like, he that, his showing in the Rumble, and, like, he went, like, 30 minutes with Cody, <laughs> like, at the end of the Rumble.
0: And he started the Rumble. And he
1: started the Rumble.
0: <laughs> like, he yeah. was in
1: there for almost 90 minutes. It's just like, okay, this guy, can, it's like, he has all the pieces. Mm-hmm. It's just they got it. They have to do a better job of selling him.
0: And the the best time to really start experimenting with that is in the fall. You have Payback, um, and you have Fastlane after SummerSlam. Yeah. Do it there. Yeah. Roman's not going to be around. Everybody knows Roman's going to take a vacation too. Um, do it there.
1: Like You need to make a call going, this is one of our main events, and it's Gunther.
0: And it's Gunther, yeah. Exactly. I could see Gunther with the IC title. Especially since it'll be fast lane and payback, do a champion versus champion match. No title on the line, just champion versus champion. Everybody gets elevated.
1: Yeah, like like a year ago, I would have told you. Even as early as WrestleMania, like pre-WrestleMania, when it was going to be Brock Gunther, I was like, Nah, I don't, I don't see it. I don't buy it. I think Brock's next program and him and Gunther would be a lot of fun, and that is something that would elevate Gunther into that echelon, and that and would be, that would be a good missing piece.
0: Absolutely, and also because we know if. If Brock likes you, which I think he would love to work with Gunther, Brock's going to make Gunther look like a million freaking bots.
1: I agree. And I I think Drew's going to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Because he already did it. (laughs) At
0: WrestleMania. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's really good. But I think Gunther wins this because he needs to bring Honky Talk Man's record. I do not need to see Honky Talk Man at the top of his record. He's
1: very close.
0: He needs to be very close.
1: He's very close. Because I I do think Drew should take the title off of him. I think Drew needs a title more than Gunther does at this point. Sure. Like, Gunther's made his point.
0: Yes, he does. Yes, he right? has. Like, he has it's nothing fast.
1: else, nothing left to prove other than just, at, at this point, just wait it out and give it to him. Mm-hmm. But I think Drew needs this title for that character reset or he needs to turn heel and go up against Seth for the title.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Let's move on to a match that Gunther got... Wins, though. Yes, Gunther wins. A match that got strikingly more interesting in a night because wwe's av team and their video promo packages are absolutely phenomenal ronda rousey shayna baszler in the fight pit i'm totally joking because wwe wasn't smart enough to do that it's one of the follies of this of one of the only follies of this card but they are going to let them do what's going to be known as mma rules match what that means No one knows. We could have just called it a fight pit and everybody would have understood that it's an MMA match, but we're not going that route. Probably because, like we said earlier, they probably don't want to get in the way of tribal combat. Yeah, That's the only thing that I'm thinking. It
1: would be really cool. And this actually probably could happen now because of the merger.
0: I I know exactly where you're going. If they they
1: got Bruce Buffer. (laughs) Yeah. Rowdy, Ronda, Rosie. Oh God, my listen, dick is so
0: hard. Listen, it's a stadium event. We already know that they are in the process of a merger.
1: And I think UFC okay. fought this past weekend, not this coming weekend.
0: UFC did fight this past day. All right, because they're, they're
1: being smart now and doing their pay views on different
0: <laughs> weekends again. Yeah, exactly. So
1: I think that would be an incredible crossover.
0: Listen there there's there's no secret that Ronda and Shayna come from the MMA world they were both in the ultimate fighter ronda was her was shayna's trainer even though shayna has and ronda admitted in the video package shayna's been fighting longer than ronda
1: yes for sure
0: you know <laughs> um ronda came out of nowhere exactly
1: and just dominated everybody
0: and then the yeah. division
1: dominated the fuck out of her <laughs> really quickly <laughs> they caught yeah. up fast
0: yeah um and if we're gonna call it an MMA rules match, and we already know about your merger with UFC, and these are former MMA fighters, I want a full UFC style production for this match only. I want walkouts mm. to the ring from backstage. <laughs> you know, bring in Herb Dean um, or some other UFC ref. Hell, bring in DC. If you're not gonna get, a, if you're not gonna get a UFC ref, bring in DC on commentary. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, God, Herb
1: but Dean, the- no, big John McCarthy yeah he yeah. Love big he he's fuck around
0: you know as i was telling charles about this he goes don't bring in her because he herb might herb might actually let them kill each other
1: yeah honestly the dude herb has a tendency to not call off fights like he just lets them go he's like oh you're dying
0: good <laughs> get up but no i want a full ufc production i don't think they're gonna get joe on commentary no, that no, no, would never, be crazy. He would, but he, would,
1: he would never do it.
0: Yeah. John Anik and Michael Cole would be fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, or bring in DC. DC's already been affiliated with WWE before.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, Logan doesn't co- understand WWE. He, like, he gets it, but he would not he have, doesn't no, get it he would have no interest in being involved.
0: <laughs> you know, um, but I think bring in DC to be a special guest commentator so you can talk about the MMA stuff on the match. He, but, like,
1: explain what the fuck is happening. Exactly. That's literally his job in UFC. Him and Rogan is to explain what's happening on your television screen.
0: Exactly. Make this a full UFC-style production. Might as well do the walkouts, do everything. Like, make gloves, this a deal. Braided
1: hair. Yeah.
0: yeah gloves, no eye makeup, hair. please.
1: What's the most part about this graphic is their stupid eye makeup. Yeah. I hate how they do their makeup. It just looks so fucking bad. It
0: is, yeah, I, I, I don't get it. Why is
1: Ronda Rousey a cat?
0: Is that a cat?
1: It's like cat warrior.
0: <laughs> it's like a rejected marvel superhero literally <laughs>
1: dude shana too
0: lightning queen shana um,
1: looks like the hornet this was miscast like it's like a porno version of the hornet
0: <laughs> um so yeah i want to hold ufc style production service let the let this be a thing you know let let it be a thing and it's a good it's a good showcase screw it it's a good showcase um the video package is wonderful The stinger in the video package was at the end. Shayna gets the last line of the video package. So Shayna talks about, I'll have you, you can find it on YouTube. Shayna, and you'll probably see it in the pre-show, but Shayna talks about this one thing. She goes, the thing that hurts me the most about her deteriorated relationship with Rhonda, she goes, is outside of Rhonda and Rhonda's mother, I was the first person to hold Rhonda's child. I'm that child's godmother. And Shayna Van goes to say, "It's going to, it's going to, that child is never gonna be the same after she after she sees what I'm gonna do to her mother on Saturday." Christ. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, "Up, sold now." (laughs) I'm interested
1: to see if fans care.
0: I think that's why they said MMA rules.
1: Yeah. Because this replaced Becky and Trish, which is a hot angle,
0: kind of. But not as hot as this. I think Becky and Trish have been hot and cold. This started after when Shayna turned, this shot up. You know, and there's a lot of talk about Becky and Trish not being there on the card. But we've ran through pretty much the rest of the card outside of Logan and Ricochet and the Battle Royal by default. Is it Battle Uh, Royal for what? uh, LA Knight. Because they didn't give LA Knight a match.
1: Oh, they did, did. they did they cancel the Austin Theory title match?
0: Austin Theory is not going to be in the title match now. Austin Theory is not going to be. Um, does not defending at SummerSlam. Is
1: that because what's his name got hurt?
0: Well, maybe. But because
1: they had a whole like whole tournament for it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And Ray got a concussion. Mm. Ray got a real concussion. And they called the match and gave it to Santos. Yeah. So. So, but, it, but outside of that, uh, all of these angles for, for most of these matches, for majority of these matches, if not all these matches are bigger than Becky and Trish, which is crazy to say, but we can let that go somewhere else. If we remember last year, remember they took off Seth and Riddle?
1: Yeah, but that's because
0: it pushed back. It was because riddle's Riddle a dick? Up, right. Yeah. It was riddle's a dick, but still it worked out for the better for everybody. Yeah. It's okay to delay it, and also, outside of the Battle Royal, this is a seven-match card. Triple H has done a really good job of not going past eight. Yeah, Yeah, he lets the matches breathe, and the only matches that really have, a, have heat and good story go on, and this is fine. Becky and Trish don't have the momentum that the rest of these matches have. That, it's just a business move. It's fine. Again, it's crazy to say because it's Becky and Trish, and that should be automatic money. Yeah. Like, should be, but... Yeah,
1: you can put that at payback, I guess.
0: Exactly. Like, oh, well, it's going to be in two weeks in Trish's home country of Canada because they're doing it in Winnipeg.
1: Well, there you go. Even
0: better. You know. And that's fine. People need to get over it. Like, I get it. It sucks, but this card's amazing on paper. It's a great card. <laughs> yeah, this card is amazing on paper. With this, um... With this match in particular, Shannon needs to win.
1: For sure. Especially if Ronda is rumored to be leaving. Mm-hmm. I needs to win. I do not think she's going to UFC 300 because she's going to get embarrassed no matter who she faces, even if it is. Well, maybe it's not Misha Tate, but I don't think it's going to happen. That's nine
0: events away.
1: Yes, but still. Shayna
0: wins. Shana no, Shayna needs to win. If we want to take Shayna seriously at any point in her main roster run, she needs to win. And I feel like they're finally letting Shayna be Triple H's Shayna. Yeah, like dude, she's... I
1: don't know why she never clicked, because NXT, she we talk about it all the time, how fucking amazing she was.
0: She was cutting promos. She was a badass. Like Believable. Yeah, no one mess with her. Ember
1: Moon and murdered Kairi Sane. Yeah, no one messed murdered with, yeah. <laughs> <Sane, laughs> <Yeah. murdered laughs> no
0: with Shayna. Murdered yeah. Dakota
1: Kai twice. Murdered um,
0: <laughs> Tegan Knox Mur- twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we need that Shana. I'm rooting for Shana for this one. Because um, she needs it. She needs it. She deserves it. It's going to be great. Also, yeah, Logan, Paul, and Ricochet are doing a thing. <laughs> okay. This has the. Could be one of the greatest ridiculous spectacles ever. Or this could be an absolute disaster, <laughs> depending on how they how they mess with each other. I
1: think it's gonna be fun. All right, so here's the rumor: Logan Paul asked WWE to put the match on first, so he can catch his jet to go to Texas to watch his brother in the boxing match, like the same night.
0: I mean, it's it's literally like straight down. It's like a it's a straight route.
1: So he'd be done by what like seven thirty, seven forty-five at the latest.
0: If it goes on at well, no, it's going on at eight, but it'll be seven in Detroit is when it goes.
1: Is the pre- no? The pre at six, right?
0: No, it's going to be live Saturday, August trip at eight. I'm looking at the thing right here. Oh,
1: okay, I thought that. I thought that was a six. I thought the best pre-show at six. So I was like, so it's on at eight. It's going to be out by eight thirty, eight forty-five. If if he gets if he gets on the if he gets such a shower on the plane, he might be able to pull it off. The, he's probably going to fight on like what 10, ten, ten thirty, maybe eleven.
0: Yeah, that's pending. That's pending. Logan Paul doesn't hurt himself in this match with Ricochet.
1: That too. So, okay, <laughs> if you're in WWE, mm-hmm. do you? What do you say to that? Do you
0: say we'll, all right? We'll consider it.
1: Okay, but do you actually do it though? Because he's here's a fine line, right? He's talent, but he's also a superstar outside of your company.
0: I know, do you, but do you, you kind of
1: put him in his place, or do you accompany his wish? Do you give his grant his wish?
0: I feel like he respects the business for as much as he can respect the business for when he's around.
1: I mean, he's going to do what they tell him to do, regardless.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's I,
1: asking; I, he's not demanding.
0: That's the which, rumor, at least. which again, no, no. Again, it's it's a it's a smart move to just ask, and then you just have to be okay with whatever it's Yes, to. yes, yes. You know, I just feel as the kickoff match. I don't think you do this.
1: It's not a bad match to kick off, though.
0: It's not a bad match to kick off, but if I'm kicking off, I would have Gunther kick off. I'd have Cody and Brock kick off. You know, there's a lot of other matches we could have to kick off this outside of them. I
1: probably would not kick it off.
0: I would kick it off.
1: We'll put you second or
0: third. I, I, I would play some second or third. Yeah. You know, I would play some second or third. Just because when you look at it in lore, in well, one line lore in the logic of pro wrestling, it's if you're not if you're not going on last, you better go on first. Right. You know, and I don't think Logan Paul is Logan Paul has gone on last with Roman, and that was fine. And it was also in Saudi, but this is SummerSlam. Like this is SummerSlam, this is the second biggest show of the year. You've got to come out swinging and nothing against Logan Sound. He's a raw talent. It's pretty scary how good he is in the ring, but I don't think I would trust him in that spot yet. I got to go tried and true. I don't
1: know if I trust Ricochet in that spot either. (laughs) Well,
0: that as well. (laughs) Yeah, this match, I don't trust to kick off my show to a hot start. Yeah, no like on paper it has it has all the makings of this should be a quick first match to get the crowd hot yeah. but I I there are so many other matches where I'm just like no that's going to set a good like set a good um pace for everybody else
1: Logan Paul though it's gonna be a great match when he gets the dubs easy easy yeah. dub easy dub
0: I don't know he looks he looked pretty he called out he called oh. out ricochet's uh fiance overall I, did, the I row. did see that. I was like, ooh. Hoo-hoo. I was like, I don't know about that one, dude. <laughs> Here's the thing about Logan Paul. Like, he is kind of a douche in real life. And he's, he's, oh, no, le- total douche. he's, a total he's douche. learned to play, to play his douchey personality as part of his character. Like, he gets, he, he got, he caught on pretty early that your best character in wrestling is you times, like, you up to 100. Yeah. 11. Yeah. And he figured it out. His, promo, it his out. promos
1: are great. And he got the confidence. That's all he needed. He needed, if you watch his first promo, like when he was with the Miz.
0: He was nervous. He was very yeah, nervous. Yeah, very
1: nervous. He didn't, he didn't know how to cut a promo. He didn't know how to really react in front of a live crowd like that. But once Triple, he was on Triple H, he had Triple H on his podcast, and Triple H told him what the what chant was.
0: <laughs> then it's
1: yeah. like, oh, you can play off the crowd? <laughs> 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 and, and, you know, the next, literally the next time he came out, his promo was way better. So, yeah. I mean, the kids got it. The kids got Everything. He's yeah. tall. He's lean. He's cut. He's got the in-ring. He's got the promos. He's a dick, and people <laughs> yeah. generally hate him because he's a dick. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Absolutely perfect. And you he know. has credibility
1: because he can. Well, I guess he has credibility because he can box. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's where the one lucky punch thing comes in play. God, that was fucking stupid, though. <laughs> yeah. So it it's I, I could see Logan winning, I could see Ricochet winning to avenge his uh to avenge his ring announcer wife.
1: Logan eat Logan eats a dub.
0: But I wouldn't also be I would I wouldn't be surprised if Samantha Urban gets involved in the storyline now, but she has been put into the storyline in the promo.
1: She does no 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 because Ricochet if Ricochet won, she does her ring announcement and the winner is standing over him. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's like Lord making <laughs>
0: listen! I love how she announces Gunther or how she, when she announces Roman. Ludwig
1: Kaiser, so. Gunther. Gunther. She's an amazing dude. She's so good. I love her watching her on TikTok. I didn't realize she gets cued. Like she gets cued from the back as when to go.
0: Honestly, that's smart.
1: Of course it's smart.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really smart. <laughs> I wouldn't want my ring announcer just going off the cuff either. <laughs> well, they also have to cue her mic too.
1: That yeah, that too.
0: You're like, Andrew your hop, go. Um, she also is a very attractive woman. Gorgeous. So, yeah, gorgeous woman. Um, so, I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if she gets involved in it in some way, shape, or form. Because also, that's an angle that I haven't seen. We've never seen a ring announcer get involved in a match. No, not really. Cuz there's never been there's, no there's no one ever actively dating like Justin Roberts. Like <laughs> you no know, or or
1: Tony or, Kimmel, or, like or no Tony one Kimmel. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or, or Howard Finkel. Yeah, no one's in the fink. Who's fucking the Fink?
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> Say, so will man. you fucking the Fink? Oh no, Sean was <laughs> <is> available. Whoops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so man, there is something to play with at that, um, which which could be interesting. We'll see how we'll see whoever books this match, see where they go with it. Yeah, um, but this isn't going on first. This would be second or third.
1: You mean you mean Stardust didn't have Eden Styles in a feud? <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> But I can see Logan Logan Paul. Logan Paul needs one. He's been taken out. Yeah, taking yeah he's been taking l's. Yeah, Logan Paul needs a win. And then, last but not least, we have the SummerSlam Battle Royal. Um, AKA, oh crap, LA Knight's one of our hottest talents and we need to put him in the match. This is what happens. I hope we he's do.
1: eliminated first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, every week on SmackDown, he gets crazy pops.
1: He does, dude. And like, his in ring works fine. Everything else is great. It doesn't bother it doesn't bother me that he's like a a mix between Stone Cold and The Rock because those two guys are fucking awesome. If there's someone I'd want to be like, it's Stone Cold and The Rock mixed in the one. So yeah. and I, that's not a, that's not an insult to me, at Kevin Nash. Like, chill out, bro. It's a compliment. <laughs> but why aren't they pushing him? Part of me is because I heard he has some backstage heat. He's not great backstage.
0: That's the, reason he, that's the reason he got fired in the first place from the PC.
1: Right. But another reason is, all right, the fans love you now. Are they still going to love you when we don't put you over? And the answer is clearly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and yeah. then it's like, all right, now let's start to work with them and put them over. Is he going to beat Roman? No. Is he going to beat? No. Like, who is he going to beat? <laughs> I think him beating Austin Theory would be great, although it's going to ruin Austin Theory even more than John Cena did.
0: Which is hard to do because John Cena hurt that man. Yeah. Just like John Cena said he was going to do, which is why I hated the angle. Yeah.
1: I really <laughs> I really hate it when he's right that
0: best. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's also one of those things where it's like they I feel like the powers that be know that we have LA Knight and he's hot. And it is it is a little bit of can he remain hot? But it's also he's hot. We don't need to do anything. Like there's some people who need a belt and some people who don't need a belt. I LA think- Knight is LA Knight doesn't need a belt right now. He'd be great with that US title though. He would be great with that US title. He I can't imagine LA Knight's promos as a US champion every freaking week. <laughs> you know, it would be it would be fantastic. LA Knight, yeah, like he's just he's good. He's he's good. It's just a matter of a lot of people are also very good on that roster right now, too
1: did uh, Would a, few just... week, a few weeks ago like his uh his early acting career of like him in soap operas came on the internet. <laughs> did you see
0: them? No, I did not. Dude,
1: they're really funny. Yeah, I think one of me goes, "Let me let me talk to you."
0: <laughs> <laughs> the best thing going right now, especially on the ticking I'm talking is that so they will they will do like, "All right, so take Usher's yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And so they'll do the music video, and every time like the yeah, the, like the chorus of yeah comes on, they'll they'll put it's in uh, night. like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't understand how many how many artists put yeah in their song a lot, a <laughs> yeah. lot, no pun intended. Uh, so yeah, but it, it, yeah, so it's uh, the 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 good problem that WWE has is that they're on an attitude era like run.
1: They kind of are, dude. Like the numbers are all there, the crowds are all hot, the money and is all, up, the yeah. ratings are up. Like everything is just coming up Millhouse for fucking WWE right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and all the super and like all the people who are who, who they need to be good are being great, and the people who you didn't think were going to be good are being amazing. Yeah, <laughs> everything's oh.
1: firing on all cylinders. It's it's a very competitive locker room.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to get time. It is it's to that point where, where everybody loves with the attitude arrows. Like if you're not, if you're if you're not doing everything you can, you're not going to be put on the show.
1: God, thank God we don't have the women's tag team titles on this card. <laughs>
0: Yeah, although like I said, I, I will. You weren't on the show, but I'm happy for Chelsea and Sonia.
1: I did see they won. I go who they beat. Took oh they took them from Liv and, and Raquel, Raquel. Who took them from Shayna and R- 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 Ronda, Ronda? Who took them from Liv and Raquel? Who took them from? <laughs> who took them from? Uh, uh, damage control like two months ago.
0: Yeah, great. It, it it was it was a it was a funky hot potato where like I, I think I mentioned that I think Libs Libs injury screwed up a lot, but it's a, W just said okay, you're injured. Uh, we want Shane and Ronda to fight anyway. Shane turned on Ronda, and it worked.
1: It's like oh, you're actually <laughs> injured though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the issue. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought this was kayfabe. <laughs>
0: So but yeah that, that's the state of WWE and that's a great state to be in they everything's they're fucking killing hot. it dude they're killing yeah. it Yeah it's 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 and it's it's a tough environment at this point when everything is cooking on all cylinders you have to be on points or else you're not going to be featured That's why Trish and Becky aren't on this card a Sorry shame, to say dude. it's, it's a shame Yeah but that's how that should tell you how good everything is right now.
1: And this Bloodline storyline, dude, it's still fucking just incredible.
0: Top notch. It's so good. Top notch. Top notch. And so that is the entire Summersons card, the SummerSlam weekend. I'm very excited for this card. Um, as I am for most summers, But This one in particular just seems like this could be the start of something major going into the fall absolutely major. Uh, there's a lot that can go on. So here's where we go, and we try to rate how good this SummerSlam card would be. Historically, the heel pay-per-view. However, WrestleMania is supposed to be the face pay-per-view and the heel freaking one at the end to the dismay of everybody. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> everybody. Um, however, how well do you think this SummerSlam will be? One being the worst, ten being the best in the form of crowns. Will shock One or ten crowns.
1: I got to go a strong nine, a very, very, very strong nine. I see no holes, other than the battle royal. I see no holes in this card. Everything is engaging. I'm excited for everything. I haven't been catching too much wrestling, but I've been watching here and there. And even so, like, I didn't think I was going to be so pumped for Finn and Seth. And I watched their, like, playlist thing on the network or on YouTube, and it put me right back in. I'm like, okay, this is going to be fucking awesome. It's going to (laughs) be great. I'm very excited for this card. Brock and Cody is going to be excellent. Uh, Roman's gonna make me cry and go when I when I like love wrestling, I laugh at it. Like I think yeah. wrestling's awesome. I, I I start laughing. I don't know why I do that, but I'm gonna be laughing a lot on this card. So a strong nine. I <laughs> chuckles McGee over here.
0: Yeah, I I think uh in particular, um if they play myself like I think they're gonna do, because I think WWE, even though WWE knows they're hot, I think WWE has this WWE always feels like they're the underdog, even though they know they're the best. Like, WWE silently always wants to let people know, hey, we're still on fucking top. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and they're going to pull out a lot of big stuff for this. And I think the big thing for me here, which will, I'm going to go with a 9 as well, but this might be a nine point five ten. And I think it's solely gonna work on. It's probably gonna be nine point five at the best. I think the battle royale will be whatever whatever it is. I think what will make it a nine point five, which is probably the highest it will go, is whether or not they really play up the MMA rules part of Ronda and Shayna. If we get a kind of a, a like a breaking the fourth wall UFC like production of this, I think that'll be fantastic. Absolutely. I mean, that'll be absolutely fantastic. So I'm I am gonna go with a nine as well. High expectations for this because everybody in this card should be able to show out. Everybody, including Rhonda. <laughs> like, like that's how big. I mean, hell, Shinsuke's in the freaking battle royal. <laughs> of, course <he laughs> of course he is. You know, um, so SummerSlam's going to be fun. Make sure it's going on a pre-show at 7. Get all your food and stuff ready. Maybe I'll do a Discord chat, maybe not. I don't know. I might actually really want to focus on this, so I might not actually do a Discord chat with you guys. Uh, But we'll see what happens. That's all we got this week. Uh, It has been a long two hours, but this is warranted because there's a lot to talk about. SummerSlam's a big deal. A really, really big deal, and so we had to, to focus on it. We had a lot to catch up on. We had to talk about the in, the ineptness of AEW, even though they finally got a main event for All In. I'm proud of you guys. Good job, Ooh. <laughs> Now we know why all those people are buying tickets. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I hope. So we'll see what happens. We'll tear it. Do you have anything else before we get out of here?
1: No, man. I think we're good. Who wants to send me some cash? So that'd be pretty cool. Something
0: is coming up. Yeah, right. God, I gotta pay off credit cards and cash and all, 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 all of this. Oh well, all,
1: all my credit cards are paid off, baby. I'm saving up for this. I'm ready. I'm good to go.
0: <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm uh, almost. I, I
1: just need one more podcast client next month, and I'll be smooth sailing for the whole trip and then some.
0: What screwed me up was Comic Con. That's fair.
1: Comic Con will do that to you. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'll t- we'll talk about it on the on the uh, post show. We gotta I'll do, tell we you do about- a
1: quick post show. I I gotta be up early tomorrow.
0: That's fine, that works out. So let's uh let's get the show on the road, shall we? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 348, The Lions then Detroit Rock City is going to be the center of the pro wrestling world this weekend because the biggest party of the summer by WWE SummerSlam is happening Saturday night, 8 p.m. with a pre-show starting at 7. Make sure you be there and tune in. I have been your host, King Ricky Rosé. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets whenever I decide to return, probably next year. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at KLTR. Underscore podcast across all social media, including the app that's trying to be named themselves X, but it's actually really just still Twitter in disguise. At KLTR underscore podcast, link is in the description below. Wrestle Addict Radio is where you can find us if you're listening to us on whatever you're wherever you listen to all of your different podcasts. Follow follow Wrestle Addict Radio at addict underscore wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio everywhere else. The links to all of that, including some of our great merchandise, is also in the description below. Will TerraShot.
1: Ladies and germs, my name is Will Taraschuk, that is T as in Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. You all know my shit by now, but in case you don't, Talking with Taraschuk Podcast is popping off. Uh, this morning, at least, an episode where I hosted a webinar last week. I had so much news I didn't catch, catch, catch you guys up on. I hosted a webinar. Hosted a webinar, good for you. AI and uh, financial advisors, like an AI tool for financial advisors. So that was cool. There was three, four of us, including myself, um, and they paid me for it. So that was really
0: cool. There you go. Uh, the week prior. Don't do anything for free.
1: Don't do anything for free. Exactly. The week prior was a woman who has a hosting who is, has a app all about polling, it's like a polling app. You can get more accurate results through the power of social media, and she paid me too. So that was pretty great. There you so, go. Uh, those two bastards are paying for WrestleMania, baby, <laughs> <laughs> as well as all my other business bills. Because the business is now Willie T Productions. Um, so a lot of shit going on there. So if you reach out to me, T S Thomas, A R A S H U K with a will in front of it, on across all social media, and uh. Let's make some shit happen.
0: Yeah, all right, Peter. Big podcast solutions. When we come back Thank next guys. week, <laughs> when we come back next week, uh, folks. We're gonna have the fallout uh, from SummerSlam. Uh, AW will probably be doing something with uh, with All In. Someone hopes we do have a new women's world champion. Congratulations to Hukar Shida. Sorry, Tony, uh, your time in the, your time in the main event is done. Uh, Kenny's girlfriend or Kenny's long term girlfriend finally won a title again. Uh, so- yeah, so when we come back we'll talk about the fallout. Someone might have cashed in, someone might have been a new world champion. A lot might have happened. Maybe Bray Wyatt will be relevant again. Who knows, folks? Who knows? But until then, folks, we're getting out of here. We'll see you later. Enjoy SummerSlam. Uh, don't get a tan. It's really hot outside. Make sure your AC works. Goodbye. Good night. We'll see you soon. And fuck you, Slack. This has been a Wrestle Attic Radio branded podcast.